Dun, Real music or us music? Da, da, da. Oh, I can't hear I it, know. but it's happening. I can't, you say there's music. I don't know. I don't trust it. Da, All right. Da, da, da. What's up, YouTube? <laughs> hey. All right. It's All right. The evening briefing chat. Mm-hmm. All right. So today we went uh, two hours and twenty-four minutes uh, yesterday. I don't think we're gonna go anywhere near that. I uh, don't think so. I got was thinking the same thing. About I think we're I think about half that. So we're talking about rock today. Uh, Sixteen years of rock. This one, man, I got a lot of background on yeah. uh, behind the scenes stuff too uh, that you probably didn't know. Oh, the because you're in, in the world of buying and selling mm. and what have you. Vendors. We buy I don't know, untold amounts of rock. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Shipping you get to crates. see a little bit more uh, action. That, but also, like, as a reefer, like, what do I use and, and everything? So you get to see all of that. Do we got a million-dollar idea today? Yeah. You know what? That's There's some mil more million-dollar ideas I, in here. I hope we can work that into all each right. one of these. Those are really right, fun. Like, we're going to make a millionaire with every one of these episodes. <laughs> yeah. If you guys want ideas, stick around to the end when we right. talk about what we want to see in the future. Right on. So today is a, a little tiny, slightly different format because uh, rock has actually progressed a lot in oh, yeah. different ways in the last uh, you know, 15, 16 years. So I got like about a little bit 2004, a little 2010, a little 2015, a little 2020, and then our favorite, the future. Where do we want to go? I mean, if you hold in all the way to the end, like what is going to change? And if like you happen to be in the rock industry, hold in to the end because uh, we want to see some stuff from you. <laughs> uh, all Those right. Are the best parts. So, uh, all right. The one of the things that you're going to learn here mm. is... Rock, there is no right answer, like most of this stuff. Uh, the right answer is for what your desire is. Right, right. You know? It's a very vague answer. Yeah, and as I was going through this, I'm like, you know what? There's a different answer for the different like progressions of the way that you go through a hobby. Right? Well, so you mean like, is it my first rodeo? Is it not my first rodeo? Yeah, or like actually variants of that as well, Yeah, right? And so, uh, again, I always like to, uh, to preface that, you know, if somebody asks you what the right rock is, ask them where they're at or what their goals are because it can probably help you a little bit different yeah. that way. Uh, and uh, I don't know. Uh, outside of that, you're going to learn. And so in 2004... Here's where we started. Yeah, I just picked up my first uh, tank, right? I'm like mm -hmm. deciding where I'm going to go with this whole thing. Uh, we showed the tank yesterday, so I won't snore you with that again. Uh, but uh, uh, 2004... My goal here now is just to get a tank up running. I want to be successful. Uh, you know, I'm a waiter at the pipe at the at the time, so like uh, like I don't know. I have enough money to live, but I'm also not just like setting it on fire either. <laughs> yeah. right? uh, I'm price conscious, but uh, I'll pay for something that will help me succeed, or because it's a hobby, it makes it more fun. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's kind of the, the thing. Is but this is my first rodeo. Right, I want to have a tank, and so I'm doing all the research. I'm listening mm. to all the people online, you yeah. know, talking, feeling the, feeling the people out there register what's good, with me. What's bad? Nah. Where all to right. start? All right, so this is actually one of the most interesting pieces, uh, and I'll be curious if you guys agree with this as well. But when I walked into a fish store the very first time, and mm. I asked them like, "What's uh, you know required as a, as a uh, saltwater aquarium hard or whatever?" Yeah. Uh, the person there told me that saltwater's easier than freshwater. This is the reason why. Huh. He said it's because of live rock. Live rock is the filter for the tank in a saltwater fish tank. Now, don't think reef now. You're just still thinking saltwater tank. Yeah, right, right. Live, live rock is the filter. And so all you need is some sand and rock. You don't need the under gravel filters. You mm. don't need all the other garbage. You don't have to like, clean filters, anything. Canister yeah. filters. Canister filters. 
And I'm like, I thought he was just trying to sell me or something. At the right. Time. And I, honestly, I haven't had like a, an advanced uh, freshwater tank before, so I don't really know or had one for a long time. Right. So some of you guys probably will be able to chime in on this if mm -hmm. you believe this to be the case or not. But not thinking reef tank, thinking just saltwater tank. Is a saltwater tank easier because live rock is the filter and it really doesn't require a lot of maintenance and it doesn't break? <laughs> That's interesting. I don't yeah. know if I can agree with that statement, but... I know it's a challenge the first time you hear it. Yeah. No. So well, this is not my first rodeo. Uh, I don't know. So anyway, that was part of the reason, though, where I'm like, all right, well, you know what? Let's dive in then, I guess, if it's easier. Well, it certainly, reef tank is easier. <laughs> uh, uh, okay, so live rock at the time is believed to eliminate ammonia from the tank. And I say at the time, uh, I think we all agree that it does. Uh, yeah. So bacteria lives on uh, uh, live rock. So that's a big piece. of. It's not just a plastic structure that's in the tank. It's actually going to you know, filter your tank for you. Mm. It's also believed to eliminate nitrate. The oh, this is is that anaerobic zone uh, mm -hmm. conversation? Uh, with the mm -hmm. sand and the very porous rock and whatnot. <coughs> Bullshit. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that's true or not. But uh, I got to be honest, I don't believe it. Mm. Uh, not to the degree that matters. Maybe some amount of that. And maybe different types of rock, something we're going to get to in later. But I have never seen anybody's relatively new tank, even with the most advanced, super luscious live rock of all time. Crush nitrate. Yeah, even when there's only a few fish in there, a little bit of food. Uh, I've never seen the rock on itself uh, just eliminate it. And it might seem like it's happening in a really old tank, yeah. but the old tank has a lot of other stuff going on. Right. Uh, so I, I don't know. Hmm. It's a, in theory, uh, and then also when you look at rocks like uh, Reef Saver Rock, and you see how much water it soaks up, which is zero. Yeah. And then you look at uh, Pukani, which is something we'll talk about later, which soaks up like 30% of its own weight right. in water. Right, right, right. Well, maybe the Pukani's actually doing that. But the rock that actually doesn't allow any water to flow through it, it's really tough to believe. I wonder if it does to some degree, but we have just so much available nitrate and things that build nitrate that it's just unrealistic for what we're know. expecting. I don't know. You can debate that one forever. i got to be honest. I, I, don't use, I don't use live rock for that purpose because I don't believe it. But I saw other things. But in 2004, that was the conversation. I use live rock for a hundred other reasons. Just that one isn't on my list of stuff to yeah. care about because it doesn't seem to work for mm. me. Uh, live rock is also a source of microfauna, like a habitat for it. Okay, uh -huh. I agree with that. This is one of those things where I, I spent a lot of time thinking about it because at the time I really, really wanted a mandarin. You yeah, know, I was like, you know, a new reefer, really want to do this, but I've read how to do it right. Right. Uh, you know, take a year, all mm -hmm. this stuff, mm -hmm. and create a scenario where, you know, it can, that's why I got my hang on fuge, by the way. It wasn't actually uh, for uh, nitrate removal, even though I found that it did that. <laughs> uh, it, but I like really, really wanted this mandarin at the time. So a source for microfauna, so the more, you know, holy and porous and like areas for mm -hmm. where fish can't get in, the better. Uh, Live rock is also habitat for the uh, fish in, in your tank. Something so, that you kind of learning today, actually. Yeah, you're going to learn today. Uh, I'm going to tell you right now, I killed the fish uh, this week, so you're going to learn about that a little bit later uh, and how I'm going to approach it. So I've been talking to Elliot about it. And when I say I killed the fish, I mean, like, the fish in my tank are mean. Yeah. Uh, I'll, you'll hear about <laughs> it later. Uh, all right. Uh, also, you know, live rock is often bought at the local fish store, probably best bought at the local fish store 2004. Like actual live rock, mm -hmm. not like online buy and ship from wherever. 
Well, it's various t forms, yeah. yeah. But like, you go to a, a fish store. Generally, the live a, rock a will tub. be sitting in a giant yep. tub. Uh, it'll have some rock in there from three years ago, and some of it, most probably in the top, yep. is relatively new. I made mean, a big system skimmer, the whole thing on it, yeah. and you get to touch it and feel it, piece it together, and it's twelve dollars a pound. <laughs> 100 pounds. Yeah, that's it gets, a lot. It gets expensive pretty fast. So, uh, but that's uh, probably the best place to buy it is actually the, the local fish mm. store, especially if you want to be able to create a very specific thing. Uh, only thing is some of those systems have been up for up for, for, up for a while, so there might be pests. There yeah, almost I certainly mean, pests in there. You're inheriting with their problems. All right. So you can buy, at that time, Fiji Premium. This I don't is, know why the word premium is attached to that. This but. is the, the ship directly from the ocean rock. Yeah, so this is Fiji premium rock. You can buy this stuff online. Uh, I never saw normal Fiji, so I don't know how premium got attached to it. <laughs> uh, generally looks like uh, boulders that are covered in, in coralline. Hmm. Uh, and that's the, about what I know about it at the time. I'll fig tell you, I know a lot more about it now, uh, and I'll tell you about that later. But in 2004, it's just uh, you know live rock that you can buy online. It was a lot cheaper. It's probably like at least half, if not, uh, you know, a third the cost of buying in the fish store. So instead of twelve bucks a pound, it was four. And shipping. Um, yeah, sometimes it's shipped for free. You know, oh, depending yeah. on how much you bought on huh. it. You know, and, and often, you know, they wouldn't. It wasn't the kind of thing that got shipped overnight, which is another reason I'll, I'll tell you why that is too uh, later on. Because if you did ship it overnight, I'd tell you it's silly. Uh, all right, and then there was specialty. Uh, actually, we have a couple of pictures of some of this uh, stuff here. So maybe you can go with that first photo there. Uh, so that's Walt Smith's, uh, like, this is your standard, like, Fiji rock uh, right here. This is kind of what it looks like, I guess, uh, underwater, maybe, mm. uh, the next one. Yeah. And, and then uh, on the next one here, uh, this is Pukani. So this is, like, specialty rock, you know. So uh, this type of rock is more expensive and it's harder to find. It's, it, it, like, this is this isn't the dry pukani that we're used to. No, right? this is a yeah, wet, is right? And wet I think there's another photo rock. here. You can see, like, you know, it's super duper porous. Like, fish can't get in there, microfauna stuff. You know, it's really, really awesome rock. And I'll tell you why I think that that was really rare, uh, actually, mm. uh, in the marketplace. It's because it's light. Oh, yeah. It can ship, ships easier. Yeah, 2004, man, they like, you know, people just didn't know. You know, there wasn't like a lot of. YouTube didn't even exist, you yeah. know? Uh, and so, you know, back then, like, you just kind of got what you were told, and it was just, you're gonna put this stuff on a plane, the Pukani takes up twice as much space, yeah. they're gonna have to charge it twice as much shipping and freight, as well as when it lands in LA and then it gets shipped to the fish store, and were people gonna pay two, three times as much after all the shenanigans? Mm. I don't know. So I think they just never shipped it live, or very rarely. It was a very specialty item, and it was usually pretty expensive. Uh, all right. And uh, then there was Tampa Bay saltwater, which is this next guy right here. So this is, like, stuff that's dropped in the ocean in, uh, you know, uh, Florida. I guess Tampa Bay, maybe. Uh, and so they, they make it? And then they drop it in? No, this is a mined rock out of Florida. At the okay. time, it's very bouldery. Right. Uh, and so they take it. And they just ship it out. And you can go go to TampaBaySaltwater.com, I think, or T TBS, mm -hmm. uh, you know, Live Rock or something like that. Uh, I'll, I'll share my experience because I had it in my first tank. And yeah. I, actually, there's lots of stuff I really loved about it. But they take this rock, they drop it out in the ocean, let it sit out there for, you know, two, three years, come back, harvest it up, and it's 
filled with sponges and mm. tourniquets and like all kinds of crazy life yeah. all over it. Very, very, very cool stuff. That is awesome. Uh, you wouldn't see this anywhere else because the whole <laughs> rock, it's not like my lock didn't come with some coralline algae and call it live. Man. Yeah. The whole thing is covered in stuff. Is this, is this where buttfish comes from? Oh, yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So even then, they'll send you cucumbers and all kinds of other stuff. Uh, and one time, my buddy said, like, I put some live rock in my tank. You know, I got it from this place. And then all of a sudden, tomorrow, I had a fish. And I'm like, where? It's not like a hitchhiker or a crab or something. And a fish doesn't just pop out. Yeah. And it turns out that, like, uh, cucumbers hide fish in their butt. And there's, a, there's a fish that likes living inside a cucumber's butt. It's called a buttfish. That's and funny. And it, it came with a cucumber that's popped right the, out. The scientific name. It is really. That's the name of this thing. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Uh, so, uh, anyway, Tampa Bay saltwater. So, you can drop rock out there. This stuff is shipped airport cool. to airport. Yeah. Right? Oh, so, so, you go pick it up at the airport? So, yeah. It's shipped in water. Not wet newspaper oh, or a styrofoam box. This stuff is shipped in uh, bags, super-duper heavy-duty bags of water. Mm. It hasn't been out of water for more than a matter of hours at any you know point. That's why all the sponges and stuff on it survive it at least in the short term. Yeah, uh, some of it will actually survive a long time. Interesting. Uh, but uh, yeah, so very different experience, and they they kind of make it into these packages where you like buy the package and you get sand, you get the rock, you get crabs, snails, starfish, cucumbers, like a whole thing, hmm. and so. I know I researched that one for a while. And so just for your reference point, everybody will tell you that it comes with all kinds of hitchhikers, like gorilla crabs and mad yeah, shrimp yeah, yeah. and, you know, whatever is alive in the ocean. And, and that did happen. Uh, I don't know. For me, though, I, I ended up buying that because it, after doing a lot of research on it, it felt like the highest success path mm. to, uh, you know, being successful for my first time. Just starting off, and yeah. I And I heard that all the filter feeders will die over a long period of time. All uh, the sponges and whatnot. Yeah, and like the Fiji Premium, they just scrape it off, so they die too. Uh, yeah. They just scrape it off before they ship it to you. Yeah. Uh, so, I don't know, you know, I don't know. But in the end, I set this tank up and it was like an instant success and it had tons and tons of really cool stuff in it. They were right, uh, 18 months later, you know, 90% of the filter feeders uh, weren't there. Hmm. Uh, but I will tell you, that was the dawn of Reef Chili, actually. Oh, trying to feed the yeah. filter feeders? I was fully committed uh, that I wanted... I'm not going to lose my yeah, filter I mean, feeders. Like, I don't know. There's a fil filter feeders. I've been doing this six months. I'm yeah. going to keep the hardest thing alive manageable. So I went and found uh, like a do it DIY fish food uh, that was made by, I think, Eric Borman, like super fancy, famous fish foodie. Yeah. Go search for Eric Borman's famous fish food or something like that. Uh -huh. on, on Reef Central, you'll find it. But that was my first recipes. I made uh, this like food, you know, like... 75% from him, 25% made up. You'll, you'll see that it's just kind of made up anyway. <laughs> uh, and uh, I don't know. I was really committed. You will, I will tell you, though, that with the filtration available that day, I had to scale it back because there's oh, yeah, too much nutrients in the tank. In. Today, I don't think it'd be a problem, actually. So saying, That makes me wonder if I... Now that this isn't a, my, uh, like my first go-around or my first rodeo and whatnot, the idea of getting this rock just like the just mm -hmm. like this back in the day with all of the pests and everything that it could come with that sounds like a cool tank project like just one to see what you what you get 
I'm not worried about pests, whether they're good or bad. I'm not trying to set up a reef tank. I'm just trying to see what I get. And uh, then, like you said, keep it alive. That'd be really cool. Yeah, I got to tell you, there was a lot of disinformation, too. I mean, like, uh, the thing came with, like, 8 million hermit crab or uh, uh, gorilla crabs in it. Yeah. And they look scary. Uh, <laughs> I mean, they look like they're going to kill everything. I got to tell you, I, I spent so much time trying to capture all of them, and eventually I just gave up, and there were still mm. some in there. I never once saw them bother anything. Yeah. They got big, sharp claws and yeah. stuff, and people say that anything it has it looks like that, it's because it eats like that, and maybe that's true. Hmm. I did see him eat much on a snail now and then, but like I think the snails probably died. Uh, you know, you never know. Is it is it the fact that it killed it, or is it you know you know munching on something sort of dead? Yeah, I don't know. Interesting. Uh, and the mantis shrimp, they were actually super duper cool. Those would be awesome. Yeah, and they were only yeah. this big, man. Yeah. So I like I don't know. Everybody's like they're gonna break your glass and stuff. Uh, I think they did actually kill some snails. They pound through there and eat them. But yeah. like, you know what? Like everything in there is eating something. You know, someone <laughs> I just froze it first. First, you know. Oh, that so sounds I don't, cool. I don't know. Uh, I I would do this again. I uh, would do it just to see what you get. Well, I, I don't know if I'd do it again, to be honest, because it had so many pests in it. But I would recommend this to somebody mm. as long as they knew what they were getting into. Yeah. Like, if this was your first rodeo and you want an insta-tank and you want it to, you know, like, be super-cycled, like, the sand came out of the ocean, man, the whole mm. thing. Like, it is stable, like, rapidly. Yeah. Uh, it's a kind of bulletproof-ish. I don't know. I, I would recommend it. Uh, as long as you know that this tank is probably only going to keep a lot of that stuff alive for 18 months. Yeah. Some of those pests are going to drive you nuts. I did see, uh, like, uh, parasitic isopods come out of there. Actually, right in the beginning, mm. I saw, uh, like, a, a centipede. I don't know. I've never seen anything like it again. But, like, right in the beginning, I went out there with my flashlight at night. Yeah. And I saw this, like, underwater centipede running around there. <laughs> that's, Dang, that's cool. Bristle worms, though, they were, like, super monsters, too. Uh, uh yeah, I'd, I'd just set up a pest tank just just to see. Oh, okay, man, you know what? Really in, cool. in like terms of pods, you know, part of that was the goal. Yeah, I could go up there at night with a flashlight, <sighs> and this didn't happen forever. But sometimes I go up there with an, a flashlight at night, and the pods would form like a little softball and follow uh, my light around oh, in the tank. Cool. I mean. I've, I've never in my life seen that many pods ever again. Yeah. So, I don't know. Dang, uh, interesting. Cool. Also, a center of a debate. Do you want all of those pests? Because the thing came out of the ocean, had LGs and stuff on it. Uh, I don't know if that's where my Aptasia that ultimately came from or yeah. not, but I think it was. Uh, I don't know. So who knows? <laughs> uh, all right. So, but at the time, uh, you know, this is my first rodeo. Pests are not a list of my concerns. Yeah. And it wasn't preached on the forums uh, when people recommending this mm. stuff, like watch out for XXX. Or you know, it's like, uh, you know, wear your shin guards. You don't do that until you get kicked in the shins. You yeah. know, uh, yeah. you know I don't go. know. Like, yeah, I mean, people are telling you that stuff, but like. Got to find out for yourself. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know. I'll beat Eptasia. Yeah. I mean, whatever they're talking about. I don't, <laughs> I don't even know why Eptasia is bad. You know, whatever. Like, those things look cool. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Yeah, so I, I don't know. Uh, and at the time, 2004, I would tell you, of all the tanks that I saw in person, you know, around the clubs and everything, and mm -hmm. even my own, especially because I had a 90, which is kind of not deep front to back, yeah. uh, it's just wall of rock on the back. That was your aquascape? That was most of the aquascapes oh. you saw in 2004. Yeah. It is wall of rock on the back. Yeah, kind of slope towards the front a little bit. Yep, that's pretty much it. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I thought the, the it, I, I thought it looked good. I like would tell you now, I, I 
this, I don't know, I still actually pretty happy with it. But mm -hmm. uh, you know, now there's different options out there. So you don't now you don't see 99% of them wall of rock. Yeah. There, there's other options on the table. Yeah. So that's 2004. Right, that's just like the available options to me. I chose to not go super expensive specialty rock. I chose to not go with the, you know, Fiji stuff. I didn't want to spend the money at, at the fish store, mm. uh, and uh, I got this what I thought was really really cool from the guys over at Tampa Bay Saltwater, straight from the ocean. Yeah, I don't know. All right, so 2010. Okay, six years. Yeah, so this is like six years later. None of these numbers are actually accurate. Yeah, I'm giving right up right around that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so at that point, uh, this tank now has, uh, it had like one Aptasia in it. It was like on the back and it was mm -hmm. just kind of dangling there. Didn't care yeah, much didn't about it. And then boom, one day I had tons of them. <laughs> uh, I had parasitic isopods uh, in there. So uh, during, uh, at night, the, these things would somehow find the fish and attach to their gills. Wow. They look like these little, like, like little millipede black things. Yeah, with the two little scary eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, And they attach to the fish and then the day they'd fall off. Uh, bristle worms, unbelievable. Uh, mantis shrimp, gorilla crabs, all kinds of different algaes. Mm. Uh, okay, so I went through all of that. But I will tell you, I did something that most of the people didn't do at that period of time, which is uh, I was successful more than a year. You know? Oh, so it didn't. I was successful for many years. It's not these pests and, and things and algaes and what didn't drive you out of the hobby? Well, no, they, they, they didn't. didn't rear their head until Well, a lot four of people though were starting up a tank and then they run into all kinds of other problems right away because they had a less stable tank in the beginning. Right, right, right. right? Ah, that makes and sense. so they had all kinds of other issues that I, I didn't have. I don't know. You know, like we shared the other day, like 90% of people only make it one year at that point. You know, mm. like 90%. Like that's a lot uh, of people that are like, I don't know. And the reason for that is because the tank is, is either too much work, you're not getting out of it yeah. what you wanted, and you know, just tons of algae, it's not looking nice, and you just quit. Uh, that doesn't happen anymore because people are successful in a totally different way. All right, so in, in 2006 or 2010, I now want to set up different types of tanks. I want to avoid those pests. Those pests are real. They don't go away. I've now learned that when acre-eating flatworms and little red bugs and nudibranchs and all that other crap gets in the tank, uh, it's kind of there forever. Yeah. You know? Uh, <laughs> you can sometimes beat it. you got to be super, super skilled and diligent reefer. But? I'd just rather avoid it. So uh, I'm taking a different approach now. This is... I think a progression that a lot of people would take. You know, this is a now a priority because you got bit. You got kicked in yeah. the shins without your shin guards. You know? <laughs> All right. So uh, I'll tell you the new options now, or I know now about them. Fiji Premium is what is now I would refer to as uh, boat rock. Boat rock? Boat rock. And so the silly part is, is a lot of places you buy it from, you're buying the stuff and then they make you two day air it to your house or overnight it. It's a 50 pound box, which means it's not cheap to right. do that. Yeah. You, know, you can spend 150 bucks to overnight this thing, you know? All right, but Boat Rock comes in shipping containers from Fiji. Yeah. Uh, and it rides that container for a month all the way to LA in which it's unpacked and sits at one of the wholesalers for mm. you know weeks if not longer then shipped to the fish store and you know who knows uh, or the online place if, the, if you're buying it online it's still sitting in the same box so when you buy it it's wrapped in you know oh, Fijian like newspaper paper. that's wet <laughs> all right so we let this thing travel for 2 months 
and no now water. I need to overnight it. Oh, after it got here? Yeah, yeah. I, I think it was like a marketing ploy. Oh, you know, okay. like, uh, it's live, right? It's live rock, yeah. it's got so much life on it, you have to overnight it. Dude, when you pulled it but, out of the ocean two uh, months behind ago. Behind the scenes, like all the people selling this know that it's been sitting in a box for two months. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I was like, it's really kind of disheartening if you can't tell uh, my face. Uh, yeah. I'm talking about it. <laughs> I, it, it. I'm not talking about it as it was bad, but it should be represented for what it is. Yeah. You know? Uh, I will tell you, I failed at the opposite of that, which is uh, uh, like, all right, Walt, you know, if everybody else is selling this two month boat stuff, and he keeps telling me about Air Rock, you know, like oh, you can you know, ship it. Yeah, oh, ship it. In the air from Fiji. Yeah, he's like, if you ship it in the air, I don't have to scrub off all the sponges and all the life and corals and stuff on it because those things are going to definitely die and stink to all. Oh, yeah. Of two months, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, well, sweet. Let's be the solution for that because sign me up. I want basically like not rock that was dropped in Tampa Bay. I want Fijian life, right? Uh, that it happened naturally, mm. right? Uh, and uh, it was cool, man. We came was here. It? It, I don't know if you ever, did you ever see it? Uh-uh, I didn't. Was it astronomically priced though? Well, you know what would happen is that I organized it so that it would come in in a big shipment uh, mm-hmm. on a plane from Fiji, land in LA, and then I found a guy that would immediately put the, the customer's stickers on it and ship it overnight uh, oh, from there. Okay. So it'd land and then UPS would turn around immediately the same day. Oh, wow. Yeah. So like uh, the, the way it would work is you'd have to order a couple weeks. And so we take a couple weeks for the orders to do it with. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah. But here is the problem. Hmm. You're setting up a brand new tank, right? So like most people aren't buying live rock for an existing cycled tank. No, right? no, no, no. Your brand new tank is not ready for coral life or uh, rock that is just covered in corals in that same manner. And <laughs> it didn't come with like the package that TBS had with all the sand and all right. the other stuff. Yeah. And so uh, customers largely were not happy because the stuff like would die because they'd throw it in bins of water. They weren't heated and all this other stuff. Right. It was really, it was mm. not a pleasant experience. How I long think, did that last side. for? Uh, we did it for maybe six months until finally, like, you know what? It's just too hard to convey the whole message. Yeah. Uh, and and, and also, it is hard, man. It's like kind of like a catch-22. Mm. I want as much life on it, but my tank isn't ready for that life. <laughs> I, I don't know. So I, was, I don't know. We tried that. So that's Fijian Air Rock. Uh, there was actually Haitian Rock, too. So those who follow this Haitian Rock, it was, uh, it's in my tank at home, actually. Yeah, now that lettuce coral? Or- yeah. You know, and really super sad is uh, uh, we were about to start bringing containers of Haitian rock in at one point. Oh, yeah. And then the tsunami hit. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, my guy Sergey uh, there, like, uh, just could never get it together after that because there was so much economic turmoil in, in Haiti. Uh, and then after that, like, uh, they actually have laws now. They can't yeah, you can't. So, hmm. I don't know, that was close. And now there's also, in 2010, you're seeing the intro- introduction of cement-based rocks. So this is the Walt Smith-type rock? Or? I don't think Walt's doing it quite yet, but uh, you're seeing it. It's like fake cement rock. Yeah, kind of they're trying to it. make it look like some of this stuff here. They're trying their best to make it look yeah. like that. Hmm. Uh, I'm super cautious of cement because... Uh, I actually had done, you know, cement-based frag plugs in a frag system. Yeah. I cured them for like six months. Did all the things you're supposed to do. Turn the water over every day. All yeah. that stuff. When I put the frag plugs in the system, six months later, my pumps jammed. I took the plumbing apart, and they were just caked in cement. 
Huh. And so it's not like something that there's, I don't know, whatever way I did it was wrong, and so I got kicked in the shins. I don't want to get kicked again. I, I don't like cement. Weird. Uh, I've since then have used cement-based rocks, uh, but that, at, at 2010, I was pretty still pretty shy of that. Uh, okay, so pests are real concern now. Uh, not my first rodeo. I will trade effort up front for less work later. Meaning? Right? Meaning I'm going to use dry rock now. Yeah. Right? And that's what we're going to start talking about dry rock here in just a second. But dry rock means no bacteria, means no uh, yep. like uh, coralline algae on it. Also means no parasitic isopods, means no bristle worms, no means gorilla no crabs, gorilla crabs Spanish yeah, shrimp, yeah. like uh, neuterbronx, no, no red bugs, Weird all that algaes, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So all that stuff that half of I've actually experienced and the other half I know people who have experienced, I won't have now unless I introduce it later, which I may very well, yep. but maybe I only introduce half of it now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so dry pukani comes in. All right, so I don't know, buddy of mine local, like, yeah, you know, this is early BRS, right? And he drops off a whole pallet full of pukani. He's like, you guys should sell this. I'm like, well, why not? Yeah. Put it online, man. People bought the whole thing inside Popular of like a week. stuff. Yeah. That was, that, that's what got me was when you, when pukani came to BRS, uh, it's, I saw it. I loved the look of it. Uh, I, Watched your, and we'll probably get to this here in the next one, your, your video on mm. you know, some of the rock and stuff. But then I was like, oh, man, that Pukani is the way to go. And if you I look at it in person, it. Yeah. this versus a Fiji boulder, yeah, so porous, so, so light. Ah, you, uh, can see, you can see it's all the way, and easy to drill, easy to work easy with. Easy to chisel, work yep. with, mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, and so actually there's a, uh, like a couple of shots here, like, so Pukani here, like we've quickly figured out, you could saw off the bottom, so it had a nice stable uh, like a bottom on there. If you are old enough with us to have watched these videos, you've been reefing too long. <laughs> uh, no, and then you could chisel it. This is my first experience uh, chiseling, and so in this case, I'm trying to chisel a hole right through the middle of the rock to create my own cave. Yeah. All right. Did I do it? Uh... Yeah. Let's see. Yeah. So I was actually able to that, use a chisel and drill, uh, get a hole all, all the way through and create my own little cave within this rock. Uh, and it was really, really easy to work with and, and cool. So I, I don't know, man, Pukani was sweet. Uh, mm. And then there was also Reef Saver came right after that. So Reef Saver now is Florida Mind Rock. Limestone. Yeah, limestone, uh, calcium carbonate. Mm -hmm. uh, it's like a billion year old reef, essentially. Yeah. Has uh, low pH aquifers that have eaten holes through it, so it just like, looks makes cool. It, yeah, it makes it look in place. Uh, the stuff like fits together like you know Lincoln Logs, yeah. man. It's like fits together perfect. Can't and, even and no see matter it. where you do yep. it. Yeah, it's really awesome stuff. Uh, and uh, I will tell you, also, Pukani comes out of the ocean, so it's covered in organics. you got to cook it for a long time. I didn't know that at the time as, mm. as well as I do now. But a reef saver is just clean. I couldn't find, like, the dump in the water. I, I could never get a, like, phosphate or nitrate reading or anything out of it. Well, and that's why, unlike the Pukani and the Fijian rocks like that, you can still, when you get your shipment of Pukani, you can still look at it and in some of those crevices pull out an old dead sponge. Find some old algae or crab or, yeah. Mm. We had uh, lots of containers that come in with things falling off of them. It's true. Uh, all right. So what I'm finding, though, uh, right around, uh, probably not the first introduction of dry rock, but after years of using it and talking to people, dry rock definitely grows algae 
faster, like hair algae, that kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah, I wonder if it's, uh, is it the, the bone whiteness of it, the lack of biofilm or bio-related things on the top of it? Okay, so I think there's a couple of things. Yeah. One, the, the surface of the rock is uh, not having to compete, the algae doesn't have to compete with coralline algae, with a healthy bacterial film. Space to and grow. And we now know bacteria definitely eats algae, especially like uh, spores and stuff. Yeah. So, uh, like, I think that in mm. that fresh rock, and we, you're trying to use the same tool or the uh, different tool in the same way you use the last tool, which is put it in there, turn the lights on, and largely goes good. Yeah. If Not you do that with the Pukani, man, it like uh, will grow <laughs> all kinds of algae on it. And then if you happen to like, I don't know why, but especially I think with Reef Saver for some reason, if you happen, like hair algae seems to come out of thin air. Mm -hmm. If you put Bryopsis in the tank by accident on some frag, I don't know why, but uh, Reef Saver seemed to grow Bryopsis like no other substrate known to man. Oh yeah. Yeah, like yeah, I saw bryopsis at the time was becoming like a plague thing. Yeah. Like everybody was having a problem with bryopsis. You saw it, it all the time. Yeah. You saw it in all kinds of tanks here. It's just and it, like it was so few things could beat it unless you found some miracle predator for it. Yeah. Which like, dumping magnesium poison in and all kinds <laughs> of stuff. Uh, so anyway, uh, yeah, and uh, bryopsis is one of the hobby's biggest issues now because like it. We haven't figured out how to use this new tool the right way, which is now soak it and build up that, you know, the biofilm and uh, prevent that kind of stuff. Would you find it difficult to, uh, to convey the idea of that cycling versus curing, like the Pukani and the Fiji, because it had the organic material on there? There's a different approach to it. You want it to kind of treat it differently. Well, there's two things. Like uh, every cycle means something different to everybody. Right. Cure means something different. Cook right. means diff something different to everybody. Mm. Uh, uh, and the hobby, not just myself, but like the whole hobby, hasn't figured out how long it's going to take to break you know, down to organics. break down and yeah. like uh, I, you know, people aren't really good about nitrate testing and stuff. Mm. Like, and that's the answer. When you stop seeing increased nitrate, that's when the thing is ready. Yeah. Uh, but we're all still like really. You know, the, the hobby isn't as mature at that point. So there's like a lot of new entrants into it. And like, there's like, there's two groups of people. People have been doing this for a really long time. And then there's these new entrants and new, people do a long time and they're using live rock. They're using the yeah. same tools they used before. Yeah. The new entrances are starting to use this dry rock stuff. Uh, a, it's cheaper is probably mm -hmm. one of the biggest reasons yeah. uh, uh, for the new Not people. for water. I, I, I don't know. You know, the, the patience level in the beginning, man, is it's just really low. Uh, raise your hand if you were patient in the beginning the first time you did this. I don't know very many people. No, not yeah. at all. Even though you, I was told a hundred times. you were, you were probably exceptionally successful person in everything you do. <laughs> uh, all right. So also, dry rock. The white rock looks ugly. Yeah, mm -hmm. a bone, bone white looking tank versus I, I know that purple and I know that this pre-coralined algae stuff, insta tank almost. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, there's the patience piece. Afterward, is you need to turn this thing. Oh, by the way, part about light too. I do believe that the white rock is refracting light around, mm. uh, especially right on its surface where the yeah. little algae spore lands, mm. and it just does tend to grow algae because it has more energy. Yeah. That, that's just a personal feeling, so take that if you yeah. want. It doesn't really matter. It's plausible. Uh, at the time, fiberglass rods are pretty popular. You yeah, know, drilling people, through Pukani. And 
yeah. stacking it up. I could never drill Reef Saver very well without having mm. it explode on me, yep. but uh, uh, you can drill Pukani. You can, Easy, you can, I did. If you're if you really want to, you can drill Fiji. Uh, and that's like, you know, because a lot of different methods haven't been developed yet, you know, mm -hmm. people are drilling these holes through the rocks to create those overhangs. These are like the, yeah. you know, forefront advanced reefers because mm. most other reefers are just stacking <laughs> it on top of each other. Yeah, I, you know? I did my Pukani branch, like one coming out Vert, uh, you know, horizontally like this, and mm -hmm. another one coming out kind of like this, and mm -hmm. it was fiberglass rods and drilling to get it there. Yeah, so you have to, and you have yeah. to have something to support that weight because it wouldn't do it on its own. So that's pretty popular, and epoxy is probably the number one way to mm -hmm. uh, outside of stacking uh, to actually get this stuff to join and mm -hmm. support weight. So you'll see, I don't know why, but you, like it's, you'll see. Like that purple, super ugly epoxy <laughs> on white rock. Yeah. Like in every photo, just, and it looks terrible. Just thinking that one day it's all going to be covered. Yeah, and that's probably the right move. Uh, it depends, though, because if you put the epoxy in, where, in an area where it doesn't get light, mm -hmm. actually, coralline won't grow there. Mm. And so the gray you stuff is actually better. Yeah. So if you want to match purple to purple, it has to be in an area where the epoxy is actually going to be buttoned up against something that's going to get light and grow coralline. Mm -hmm. I don't know. But you're seeing all kinds of tanks with this purple epoxy. Uh, and uh, and the epoxy like really doesn't hold that well no, either. It, it falls apart. My experience with epoxy, I had a couple, you know, I epoxied a few pieces together. And no matter how much I mixed it, how much, whatever I did, pushed it together, I could still come back to the tank and even just kind of get a fingernail or touch it or something never was hard and mm -hmm. I get flakes and I get dust and I get it falling apart especially if you did it with wet hands yep exactly which you're in the that tank man as long as you're only doing one right? yeah and then I ended up starting to do like dual epoxy where I put like glue inside the epoxy and then the epo mm. I don't know, it's crazy. <laughs> all right so 2010 uh, there we go that's uh, about like the first six years in my reefing uh, I've now learned about the sham of boat rock uh, <laughs> and I've learned about Pukani, I've learned about dry rock and we're sharing some of that information with other people. 2015, this is uh, this tank right behind us. Five years ago. Uh, does anybody here know what type of rock that we use in this tank? Of course I do. You do? Yeah. Oh, uh, Dave does. Dave does too. Yes. Dave, All was, right. Dave filmed it. I'm gonna, uh, it's the very first one here, so show the photo. Here it comes, boom. All right, boom. Walt Smith 2.1. <laughs> I don't know why you want point one. Uh, you know, you can see he built this stuff on his farm here. Uh, so the next photo here, uh, you know, he's got just tons and tons and tons of this mm -hmm. stuff he's building. It's all artificial cement-based rock. And I don't know, don't quote me on this, but if you can go back to the picture, it's purple. Uh, you can, it's, like it's painted or I, I don't I think it's epoxy epoxy uh, yeah I, I don't know to be honest what it is so I had a hard time accepting this rock as a legitimate uh, option for me to aquascape with in, mm -hmm. until this tank right here okay well me too because I didn't use it before yeah it's like <laughs> who would get and I think that was some of the first purple like rock that you could get so you could instant tank day one but like, who would put purple rock in? Uh, we all know that, especially, I, I ran that question through my head when I saw you aquascape this one, you know, from my YouTube channel sitting at home. Why would he go with that when he's got all that Pukani that he's been preaching forever and all that Fiji? We, you, you did the, uh, the weight experiment on which one holds more, uh, has, is more porous. And then you went with purple rock. I was dumbfounded. Okay, so 
I'd have to go back and watch that video to tell you, because I mean, the way the nature of those videos is like, let's, let's go through every available option and pick one. Yeah, you know, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So I, I will tell you that this is probably the reason why we went, and I don't know, I should remember, but I guess I'm going senile. <laughs> uh, uh, but it's probably the reason is because of this right here. Oh, we're doing video of it. And I've learned at this point that mm. the uh, rock, the white rock, is not instant-tank rock. Uh, at 2015, I found that you should keep the lights off for a while. Yeah. You should let yeah. it build the biofilm. It's also still gonna look like ugly after that for a while. Like in your own house, who cares? But like I'm producing a video series, Bo right? Bone White doesn't sell the dream Bone very White, well. Bone like, White shows that brown gunk on it, shows any smallest amount of green yeah. film, you know, all that stuff. Purple Rock on the other hand, Green film grows on it, you still can't see it. Yeah, Purple rock looks like Instatank right away. And you know what? Part of this is also, we should use things here, and we ended up using this tank for experiment after experiment after mm -hmm. experiment. We should find out, like, you know, can you use this and be successful? Uh, yes. Yeah, I'd say so. You can. It's true. <laughs> uh, I will say that people told uh, later on, I, I'd see in the comments or, or the like reviews of the 2.1, yeah. like the the, oh, the epoxy would flake off, off or something. Yeah, I, I don't know, that. I didn't see this here, but we grew coralline algae so fast in here, like, I don't know, either Just grow over it or replaced it, yeah. I, I have no idea, mm -hmm. but it's definitely purple, uh, and it was right away. So I, I don't know, I thought it was, Instatank was cool, nice. It did look nice, it sold the dream. 2015, it is becoming really apparent that Pukani should be cooked for <laughs> probably months. Mm. You know, unless you're gonna, unless you're gonna unless do you're gonna like do that. Like, Acid baths yeah, and yeah, all that yeah. stuff. We did bleach a bunch of videos. Acid, yeah, we did a bleach cure plus acid afterwards, not together because it would makes really bad stuff. Then we did bleach only, mm. and and it really out of some of that we found that uh, you know like acid only ate like thirty some yeah. percent of of the rock actual surface of the rock gone disappeared. Yeah, actually, I found that bleach was my preferred one. Yeah, uh, so bleach will actually destroy the organics. The, the oxidizer. The, yeah, the. Uh, uh, the acid just eats up the calcium carbonate. I don't know, and it's also dangerous and whatever. Yeah, the you have to be really careful. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. I, I so, but definitely, if you're not going to do an advanced method like that, if you're just going to let it soak, you can just look in it and see all of the nutrients in there. And mm -hmm. so it should be cooked for a while. And that's kind of hits the story of like what we've been talking about for a long time now. Is if you're going to set up a tank, Get buy the rock, rock now. right now. Yeah. Throw it in the bin. Yeah. By the time that you're done, uh, like deciding everything else, this rock will be golden. I mean, that's you, you kind of kind of take that with you know from two different approaches. If you buy the rock now, you know if you want to do some NSA type aquascape, which we'll talk about here when we find out 2020. Mm -hmm. uh, buy your rock now, do the aquascape, then find a way to soak that. Well, like, so yeah, that, that's there's that like, too. Don't don't soak it all and then pull well, it I'm out and leave it out for like two weeks. Point. Yeah, you know, but. Like, uh, here's the other piece of that is most of us aren't using rock now. Pukani doesn't exist uh, anymore. Uh, maybe it will again someday, yeah. I don't know. Mm. Uh, but as we speak and sit here today, you can't buy Pukani or even really any live rock. So, so it's kind of a mute point. Unless you, uh, yes, you can't, you can't get it, but... Uh, 
you can get other people's old rock, which is basically mm. kind of like the same yeah. thing. Well, yeah. Actually, the rock that's in my tank right now is old rock. Yeah. So that definitely Somebody's needed Somebody's used pretty like used garbage card. that came off mm -hmm. of it afterward. Yep. Yeah. It's true. Uh, right. Tidal Gardens is here. Hey, Than. Oh, hey, Than. How you doing, man? Uh, awesome. That's awesome. Uh, all right. So uh, we're also finding out that uh, uh, Cement Rock, I guess, is working with uh, Walt Smith. Yeah. Uh, we're also starting to explore cement bonds. You know, instead of using uh, rods and everything, all of a sudden, like, like mortars and whatnot. Yeah, mortar. Mm -hmm. Why don't we use uh, mortar and cement to, you know, make extensions uh, yeah. on the rock yeah. and hold it together? Actually, turns out to make a really nice, smooth transition in many places, especially if you do it right. Uh, so I don't know. Real Reef uh, is also a thing now, I believe. Another uh, purple option. Yeah, but different in its diet and in, in the way it's dyed or whatever. The way yeah, it has I don't purple. Know, on like, it. I don't know how it gets the purple. I think it might be food grade dye. I'm mm. not sure. Don't quote me on that. Yeah. Uh, but the Real Reef is perfecting it now. Uh, probably way better now than it was then. I'm not saying it was bad then, but like uh, it is. It's the kind of thing, you know, you're man-making rock, you just perfect it over time. Mm. So I think they have big vats uh, where they uh, soak the water or the rock for water, soak the rock in water, yeah. salt water for, you know, months. Uh, not just to, like, uh, cure it, but also the stuff, like, has some life on it. Oh, bacteria yeah. yeah. and all that kind it. of thing. Uh, all right. And then uh, at that point, uh, uh, we do yeah. the, the surface area test. This was a really cool test. Mm. I think that was... Kind of like one of the early investigates before we called it, before you called it investigates. Mm -hmm. Is okay. So how much, how porous are all of these different types? That you got Reef Saver, you got Fiji, you got Pukani, and was there a, was there another one? Did you do? Was it Marine Tonga. Pier? Oh, Tonga. Yeah, mm -hmm. and Marine Pier too. Yeah, and so mm -hmm. it was. You know, you know, here's their weight dry. Soak them in water. Here's their weight wet. Yep. Uh, well, so there's two things. One was we soaked it in water, yeah. right? And so, uh, like, we soaked it overnight. So, Pukani goes in, soak it overnight. You can tell it's so porous. Pull it back out, and it's, like, 30 40% more weight because it's just it's soaked up all that water. Yeah. The, uh, like, Reef Saver might as well be the same weight as when you put it in there. It didn't soak up anything. Yeah, right? that was so cool. Yeah. That was so Tonga was, uh, was really dense. is about the same. Mm -hmm. Uh, Fiji, about the same. Mm -hmm. uh, Marine Pure obviously just sucks Tons up Tons of it, yeah. yeah. But, uh, that was where I really felt like if there's denitrating going on here, uh, then it's it got to be have to be the porous stuff, yeah. And if there's, this actually has a mechanism where water could actually flow through it in a reasonable rate in some manner or just kind of disperse through it. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I, I just don't see that happening in the reef saver <laughs> rock. It's like if it doesn't you know, hold any water. It's so dense. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Maybe, man. Uh, but uh, actually, in any of them uh, other than that one, I, I just didn't see it happening. But then we also sent it into that lab. Uh, so mm. we sent it into a lab and had them do surface area testing on the individual materials. So oh, they yeah. like crushed it up and then uh, did some kind of gas analysis. And they found that Fiji was actually, I think, the Fiji and Pukani, I think, were the highest yeah. uh, right there with like Marine Pier. Mm. And then wow. uh, the other ones are way less. Right? Yeah. So surface area being the surface area of the material itself, like microscopic. Right. What they didn't really get at, though, is like, so that material has that. But then if I looked at uh, Fiji and Reef Saver and they were like statistically the same, Sure, except for Reef Saver has 8 million holes in it. Mm -hmm. And so 
it's not just about the material, it's about the total amount of like surface area unfolded the whole thing. Right, somehow, right, right, right. Whereas this is one boulder, or it just has that. Ah. This thing has that inner and network Fiji of it. Wa Fiji was smooth surface, so you get a heck of a lot less surface yeah. area. So I didn't tell the whole story ah, there, but like, it was really interesting to see. So, you know, this was like kind of like part of the beginning of BRS TV investigates. Yeah, yeah. I really like yeah, that Yeah, like we uh, want to find out more. Those get, videos spoke to me. I mean, yeah, well, you know what? It was actually that. I mean, I just remember, like, you know, I'm tired of looking on the Let's forum, having watched everybody debate which one has the most, the most surface, surface area. The most surface area. Having happening here and here and here. Let's yeah. do our best to answer this question. Yeah. I mean, you'll never answer 100% definitive, but let's add information to the equation. <laughs> Rather right? than just random And like my personal feeling on yeah. it. Yeah, I don't know. So yeah, I don't know, there's that. I uh, like that and uh, uh, this is an interesting question too that I, uh, like, I'm starting to Came debate here. Came in 2015 here. area. Yeah. Uh, Coraline algae. Does surface area matter if Coraline algae is just gonna grow over it anyway? Mm. So if we're talking, if we're debating that, Pukani is the, the holiest rock out there. It has the more space for all of this bacteria. Everybody knows, years later down the road, it gets covered in coralline. Well, actually, say the exact opposite of that. Fiji, yeah. right, uh, has the most surface area, but the available surface area is covered in coralline algae, yeah. other than the bottom half. Okay. With uh, Pukani, or in the Reef Saver, with that super inner network of holes in it, maybe, 5% of the total surface area of that rock is covered in coralline algae. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, yep. You know, move point. that lattice work, yeah. Yeah, I don't know, but people are talking about that now. Hmm. Super glue is now very popular to uh, hold your rock together. Yep. Mm -hmm. I did some. Yeah, and so, like, just gob it on, you know? <laughs> yeah. uh, and you can get it, if you gob it on, then you can get it a little bit of water. It'll build, build that film on the mm -hmm. outside of it and sort of hold it a little bit kind together. Kind of form it around there yeah. and, yeah. like, you know what? This stuff is clear. And it actually can be pushed into nooks and stuff in ways that like, I don't know. I found it to be a million times better than epoxy when mm -hmm. it's used correctly. Yeah. Uh, and better for me is definitely aesthetics too. Uh, I don't want to look at that purple and white. <laughs> yeah. I, I just can't If do you it. don't use it the like I do, or I have, where it's just as gob as much on there to try to get, and then you end up, you end up with this big chunks of clear uh, glue that looks mm -hmm. everywhere in your aquascape. You can see it. Well, I was doing it underwater at the time yeah. then. Uh, oh, squeeze a squeeze a ball of it underwater. Yeah, and even, then even this one here, for no reason, actually. Uh, I yeah. mean, we did the aquascaping underwater, but the rock was dry. So if the rock's dry, for God's <laughs> sake, don't do your aquascaping before you put the water in. Yeah. Uh, like, number one rule. <laughs> uh, okay. So, uh, again, uh, I don't believe that message. Uh, I re at this that, point, I totally don't believe the message about rock being the primary denitrate. source of nitrate yeah. elimination through mm. transfer to nitrogen gas. I don't know. There's probably five people out there that say I'm high. I, I don't know, man. Like, I, I've never seen a tank. It could be partial. Mm. It could be a partial portion of it in the right rock, the right circumstances, the right age. I just would not rely on this for mm. any reason. I would go. I wouldn't choose a rock based on that. There's too many ways now to easily get rid of nitrate. I think we kind of eliminated that. There was a, an investigates test that we were 
sort of getting to that point, but it wasn't it wasn't rock. It was the Marine Pier stuff and testing, mm. you yeah. know, an empty uh, an empty tank with nothing in it and feeding it uh, a cube a day, a blended cube a day, and then the block or the bricks and the big giant block and the little balls and finding out does nitrate really change? Because I, I don't think that test really panned out the way we wanted it to, but we weren't seeing you know results that say, that would indicate. You know, denitrification happening in these zones. I don't know if I had a want in that one way, one way or another. I just, but like, we wanted to find out. You know, does does the bri- the you know marine pier brick, you know, transfer the nitrate into nitrogen gas and bubble out of the tank? I'm not willing to say that for sure it doesn't. I will mm-hmm. tell you that experiment didn't do that. Yeah. Uh, now it wasn't a reef tank. It wasn't something that was set up for a year. Right. You know, yeah. uh, there's a point at way maybe that starts to happen. I don't know, but in our experiment, in a matter of months, we did not build up uh, a uh, anaerobic zone in there with bacteria that were feeding on that and removing nitrate. Hmm. Uh, so we we didn't experience that. It's still hard to make it plausible. Uh, you're also starting to see now uh, magnetic rock uh, yeah. islands and rock on the glass in 2005 is starting to become more popular. Yeah, uh, 2015. That era, yeah, I saw that. I remember seeing that for the first time and tried it myself to glue rock to the back of the tank. Mm-hmm. And just a little tiny piece, because I you try, get, trying to get it to hold was really difficult to do. Uh, but I tried, I tried a little piece. These magnet ones are... They are fantastic, especially. I mean, it adds surf. It adds places for you to aquascape that you couldn't get to. Okay, so as I was typing this out, yeah, I looked behind me at my tank and I'm like, man, what if I could glue it to the back? You know, <laughs> uh, uh, wouldn't that be fun? Yeah, uh, I don't know, because I, I, you could silicone it right there. Like, uh. so I, I don't think I'll do it now because the tank's full. Right, 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 right. Like, I. If you, that, if you had that little cubby thing here that we were going to show yeah, off yeah, something and like glue that, that to yeah. the back. All right. You know, I was thinking, like, you know, the same way you do, like, they machine the reef saver to go mm. on the bottom. You can machine flat. it flat yep. on, the side, on the back and just silicone it straight to the back of the tank. Interesting. Uh, yeah. I wonder what, you, what would you do with it, though? What would you grow on it? I don't know. I just, just create a three D structure that's coming out of the wall. That's pretty cool. I don't. Know. I mean, the first one looked terrible. And this <laughs> tenth one would look awesome. I don't know. <laughs> All right. All right. So 2015. Uh, this tank was just started then. Purple. That's we've all got Insta Tank purple rocks. We've got all kinds of dry rock. Pukani. All right. PG. 2020. Uh, Here's today. where we sit today. Yeah. All right. So 2020. As we sit here today. I still want to reduce pests in the tank. That hasn't changed. Mm-hmm. No part of me wants to go through all that garbage. I no longer care about the ugly stage. Uh, I'm patient enough. I've been doing this for 16 years. Uh, the six months up front is irrelevant to me. Yeah. I don't care. I, in fact, I'm doing other stuff during that period of time. Who cares? Uh, also, the tank's usually bigger and more complex at that point in time. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. like, have plenty of time, man. You know. uh, I also want an aquascape now that speaks to me. Uh, I'm no longer building, just stacking rock in the back to do it as fast as I can and get it up running. Mm. You know, I want something where I'm creating a piece of art in the tank uh, where the structure or the foundation of the tank is actually the coolest part of yeah. the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like- before it was just stack a bunch of rocks, make sure you have some surface area, and then put corals and focus on the corals and the fish instead of the aquascape. Yeah, this one's pretty interesting. Yeah. So 
Uh, for those of you who don't know, Top Shelf Aquatics built the Aquascape from for my house, um, and uh, you know the first thing that uh, Terrence over at uh, Neptune did was uh, start giving me ribbing. They're like, I can't believe you didn't build your own Aquascape. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, I I couldn't have built it this cool. No. A, I didn't have Haitian rock. Right. And B, like, you the know, idea didn't come until we went and saw, you know, um, was it Sean? Sean's, Sean's office. Tank. Off, or, yeah. The Clown tank. Yeah. And there was a, how did you guys okay. make this? Yeah, I looked at it and I'm like, oh, I can't make that. No. Yeah, like, uh, this is the result of somebody who's done this many times, yeah. you know. I want that, <laughs> you know. Uh, but at the same time, like, uh, his ribbing, man, like, stuck with me a little bit. Mm. And then also, like, you know, what I saw was, was really causing me some heartache was... I kept sharing the, you know, the aquascape of the 360, and people keep saying, where did you get that yeah, rock? how do I get how that? How do I do how that? Do I do Can that? I do it? Mm. And the answer is the saddest thing ever for you can't, me. You can't. You can't it have it. It doesn't exist, man. Just because you can't get the rock. Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of people probably would say, oh, sweet, that makes me unique or whatnot. Yeah. Like, for me, like, as a, like, I don't know, I feel like an educator somebody. of sorts or whatever. I want to share mm. knowledge, you know? Mm. I want to, like, I, I don't want to say you can't do it. I want to share how you can, Yeah. You know? All right, well, so. Well, the conversation, you know, and we're, actually, we get to that right here. That conversation for why you would want a rock like that is starting to evolve with all of the conversation, like, around flow. Mm-hmm. All right, so, oh yeah, flow. Yeah, actually, that is a big part of it. And so, we're we're gonna get we got a bunch of stuff to share here, actually. But like, I will tell you in a minute. I learned how to make something very similar. Uh, Some of you probably seen it. You'll see a video of it. Actually, let's show it right now. So uh, Dave and I, or I built this one in my yard, so don't show it yet. Oh, you can show it. <laughs> so uh, I had uh, took a couple weeks off uh, to go, uh, you know, I don't know, take a vacation. But, of course, I spent that vacation in my driveway yeah. uh, building my first, what I call an NSA Aquascape. Uh, and so uh, I took Reef Saver, busted it into a million pieces, and then shared daily on Facebook my trials and tribulations of trying to build something totally different. Meanwhile, it's funny that Than's here because Than is also doing the exact same thing over on Tidal Gardens, <laughs> which is right. the coolest thing ever. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I'm trying to build something unique. And what I got out of that was, you know what? This is special to me. Mm-hmm. I spent two weeks building this, this uh, thing. Yeah. You know, and. This is my first one. I've never made anything like this before. And oh, now, a lot of like, if I, I, I gave it away, sadly, it makes me want to cry right now. Yeah, uh, but she I, loves I, it, I though. gave it away uh, and uh, to the community. And you know what? Like, if that was in one of my own tanks, every time I saw it, I'd remember that two weeks yeah. of the creation process. And it's just super special to me. So instead, uh, we made another one. And this one's actually going to be used in a flow experiment in the future. But Dave and I two pieces. Uh, built this thing here, right? And so Dave and I spent two weeks, two people, you know, building this aquascape. And again, this is all aqua. This is probably, I don't know, I bet you 150, 200 pieces of individual pieces of rock that we cemented together mm-hmm. to create... A totally different aquascape. It, this is so m- close to that Haitian thing that you have in your own tank that I'm, I could do this. 
you can do this. You, you made this me is feel the like second, I can do this. I, this is my second attempt at this. Yeah. Right? Mm. Imagine where I am uh, two dozen from these. Oh, yeah. Right? God, whipping them out. Uh, yeah, and so we, for those of you who don't know, we, we did shot a long, long video, and I actually had to do this, so you can go follow uh, all of the steps on, on how to do it. But this goes so much farther than, you know, just throwing a bunch of rocks in the back and stacking together and hope it doesn't topple over. Yeah, it's a heck of right? a lot nicer than uh, stacking rocks. Yeah, I don't know. So, uh, all right. So, there was a couple of different reasons for for that. You know, I didn't know it at the time, but like, mm. I just had this idea. Like, I was looking at the rock. I kept looking. I'm like, how do you? You can't build this out of reef saver. You can't because it's big boulders. Yeah, but you can't. But why don't? What happens if I took a bunch of reef saver, broken pieces, and then glued it together? Then it's flat. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I don't know. So we found out uh, how to do that, and now we get to do it again. Uh, we did one actually just a second ago, uh, kind of. I'll show Kinda, that in a second. Yeah. Uh, but one of the things I also found out, like with this type of aquascape, if you go back to that little one, uh, well, don't show it quite yet, is the flow characteristics now mm. totally, totally different with our aquascapes. Like this one, what's the problem with this one? There's, well, one, it's built too high. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, so that means, look at the corals. They're all grown up to the top of the surface and now it's hard to get flow over the top of them. Uh, it's hard to get flow underneath of them because there's these big giant boulders blocking directly underneath of them. Mm -hmm. So you we kept it off the wall, kept it off the front, uh, and now you're limited to front and back flow, no flow, hardly any flow over the top. Actually, we did a good job of keeping uh, uh, off the back here so flow can go behind it yeah. here, but that one, not so much. Yeah. So that yeah, one really blocks close. it all, all there. So I can't get flow. I can only get flow really on the front of it. I can't really get flow over the top because we built it too darn high. Mm -hmm. uh, and then places like the middle here has no flow. If you went and yeah, I did a flow true. meter down in between these two you rocks, in the rocks are particles zero. not floating. Yeah, there. and you can always tell that the corals are not the happiest in that spot. And so uh, now when you create your aquascape, or I'm creating mine, I'm thinking, how am I going to get flow? Mm. How do I get the rock off of the back? So stacking it up above the on the back is like a non-option now, yeah. right? Uh, and I don't want to just have it shooting up the front of it. And I want to think about how do I even deal with the thing in the center as well, mm. right? Well, and it's not about like, it's not about, it's not geared towards sp only specifically for like getting detritus up and out. And it's really to make sure that these corals, these sticks and, and whatnot have flow from all angles up, bottom, left, right, top, mm -hmm. what have you, so that it can get rid of its, you know, that byproducts of photosynthesis and whatnot. All right, so show that little one I made in my garage. Uh, all right, you can see how I get flow behind this, in front of it, through Underneath, it, top, the coral, uh, yeah, below it, on top of it. Like, this uh, structure is designed to allow water flow through it, around it, over it, under it. Yeah. Uh, also, the same thing with the other one, is uh, we created an aquascape mm. that, like, was designed to allow water to flow through it from all sides. We built it in a PVC frame mm -hmm. so that we were keeping it off the back uh, mm -hmm. in all angles. Uh, and so you can see here where... If you're taking a line, a, a shot down the middle, you can see where it's designed to allow some water water to flow through it in, in every direction. See, and there's another part about this type of aquascape that uh, speaks to me too, or speaks to people like SPS heads. So we started with, you know, you do the boulders, or you do a big giant chunk of pukani, 
and I'm really limited on the places that I can put sticks and then have space for them to grow out. Uh, then we did the shelf in the 750, and it was, oh, man, look at all the surface area for me to put encrusting uh, sticks and then branching uh, acropora and what have you. Uh, here, we, you get this really awesome-looking scape. You solve all the flow issues, and there's still a ton of real estate for acros and SPS. I, I'd here. say there's more. Yeah, I, yeah. I would say so, too. Yeah, and so to, for those who don't know, actually, the I built this one specifically for uh, to do the NSA video, so you can see how to build one. Mm. But the other thing that we built it for specifically is to go into a 120 and then use the flow meter. Yeah. So uh, what we're going to do is we bought the like seven thousand dollar Hawk flow meter, and one of the things we're going to do is put pumps on it and then measure the flow in different areas in an aquascape that actually has real obstruction. Yeah. I don't know if that's going to work or not, but that's the reason that we built it. I actually haven't shared that yet. <laughs> uh, so uh, as soon as uh, we get onto the, the flow thing, you're going to see that thing come alive uh, again. Uh, and, you know, actually, Randy here has tried to steal the aquascape for his mom. Uh, <laughs> my, mom let you. my mom set up a 120 <laughs> and she kept pestering me. Can you tell Ryan I want that one? I want the, uh, the 120 She's aquascape. in Denver, right? My, uh, Montana. Montana. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So you uh, flew out to uh, Montana, set up his mom's saying. <laughs> I did. That was like a month ago. I <laughs> uh, tried to steal the aquascape, though, for it. It would have been easy. Okay, but so, yeah, yeah, we're using that for flow in the in the future. So, yeah, so now aquascapes uh, in 2020, people are thinking about how to get flow before, or behind the rock, yeah. in front of the rock, between the rock, above the rock, uh, and between the aquascape in, structures yeah. itself. So if I've got two boulder chunks, or I've got two chunks here, I need to get flow in there, too. Now, one thing that we didn't hit on here, too, and that was going from 2015 to 20, is what happened to those Pukanis and the Fijis? And, like, it's well, not available anymore. I don't know. Fiji shut down. Yeah. Uh, and so, like, sadly, we have two containers of it that it maybe will ever some get, get someday because they're sitting in limbo. So mm. uh, we had paid for two of them. One of them, like, uh, landed in L.A. and... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, no, it had a stamp on it that was outdated by two days, and they had to send it back. Oh, and by gosh. the time then, then like Fiji had its turmoil, and then the other one that was being loaded uh, happened then too. So there's two containers of rock just sitting in Fiji waiting for somebody to change their mind about whether or not they can ship rock that's sitting in a container. <laughs> uh, I don't know. So maybe someday you'll see two containers of it. I don't know. Uh, interesting. Uh, but yeah, Fiji just changed its mind about how it wants to export rock. And I think some of that stuff's inevitable, so so be it. Uh, can you pull Tidal Garden's question about the flow meter over to oh, Dave, please? All right. What is it? Oh, uh, we can answer it now. Uh, he, uh, Than is wondering uh, what flow meter is 7K. Oh, you know what? Like, I, I don't know the, the model number of it's it. It's a Hawk. It's a Hawk they flow use meter. It. It's like the only one they sell. Yeah, they use it in uh, you know, uh, depart governmental governmental agencies, yeah. and EPA, environmental places to go test stream flows. And yeah, what so I think it. it works on like a uh, like, like pressure magnet, uh, like. A, uh, I don't, I'm not sure exactly. I, I, I don't know. I, I have, You'll we, see it. Like, we re, the reason I bought it is because I called up uh, uh, Dana Riddle and said, uh, which uh, one do I need? And he's like, this is your this one. This is your one. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I haven't actually had been able to get into the research on it yet. 
But yeah, I think it works on magnetic fields. Mm. And so it won't work in like uh, like DI water, but it'll work really good in, in seawater. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. Yeah, it also, as it will have some challenges because it's not going to work with turbulence super well. Yeah, because you've got flow coming from behind because it's limited yep. into a square it's and a box. laminar flow. Yeah. So we're going to have to figure out how to deal with that. It might have to get a really long tank or something. I don't know. Yep. And, and in the end, it might not be perfect, but it will give us actual data mm. to measure against uh, very flow so like just because it says it's uh, moving you know 4.6 feet a second I, maybe maybe it is but we'll be measurable against something else yep. one of the things we're also going to be able to produce is uh, flow patterns you know so one of the things that people really don't know is Why? that Mineral. yeah one pump might be 2,000 gallons an hour and it shoots all the way across the tank another one's 2,000 gallons an hour it has a cone like this and only goes about nine inches yeah you know, so <laughs> uh, we can get that information to you so you can make uh, intelligent choices to get pumps that match your aquascape yeah you not know? just cool ones that's yeah. just what yeah uh, there you go all right so branch popular a uh, 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 branch uh, a rock is getting much more popular in These 2020. Days, yeah. It's getting easier to use. And uh, I, I think not only because we have it you know, and it's available, but uh, this one really hit home for me on uh, using branch. As I had Tonga branch before, you know, in, in like 2013 or, or 14. I thought Tonga was cool. I didn't know how to use it. And then uh, Terrence, Neptune really opened my eyes on how you can really use, utilize this stuff. And that's the, so I've got, you know, a branch going out like this and I've ran out of space for, uh, for sticks to grow. I just take another branch, cantilever it in, and I've got branches coming out this way and I've added to it. I mean. I don't know. The guy adds like so many little tidbits because yeah, I never really like <laughs> thought about it the same way, but yeah. uh, you know, he did exactly that. It's like your tank's full of it. Well, there you go. Now all of a sudden you have a whole nother area for acros, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, well, I never really thought about it that way. Yeah. But especially if the tanks are already purple and already has some of this in it, many just can keep adding stuff. Right? Easy. Yeah. 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 So I mean, I, this was the first application of like where I saw branches is like really easy because it used to. Often it would when people were using the Tonga branch because it was it was natural looking. Yeah. Like, this is artificial, which means they've made it look nice. You know, they made it look usable. Yeah. Uh, often the Tonga was like big and dense. Oh, you, and could, really you could hard get a chunk use. like this. You could get a chunk like this pinky size. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know. It just was. It was often it didn't produce the best aquascapes. Some of them though were epic, but a lot of times they weren't. Mm. All right. So uh, also we're seeing shelf rock today. Yep. Yeah. So we're seeing shelf rock, which was really cool with the uh, 750. The 750, but like uh, they're you know machining it out flat, and it's creating that kind of like. Tiered look. It looks really cool. Yeah, it's really like neat. It. Mm -hmm. uh, really great for acros because it's got that big flat and you can put all kinds of them on mm -hmm. it. Uh, so, but machined rock in general. So they're machining the bottoms uh, off of it so it's Smart flat, idea. you know. They're creating pedestals, all that kind of stuff. So instead of just like sticking you with round boulders and telling you to do the best, we're actually providing the tools to be able to create something cool and unique. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I guess that's kind of what you're doing with the NSA too here. So uh, I won't bore you again, but with it, I will take one more look at it. So the NSA then, you're going to see this, I think, more and more popular. It because, came out this year. Yeah. I mean, other people have done stuff like this, but like haven't always provided, you know, the, the details and how to produce it. Type. Yeah. And so, and how to hide all the cracks and mm -hmm. like, you know, how to really bring it end, end to end. Uh, 
And so for those of you who don't know, like this is actually two pieces. The piece on the right and the left are not connected. Yep. They're just designed to flow into, into each, each other. other yeah. you know, they, it they looks like one structure. They actually have negative yeah. space between them. Uh, but it's designed to kind of look like a single structure. So you're going to see, I think, uh, that a lot more. Uh, I'll tell you, within that NSA, one of the things I learned... Really came oh, out of it? Oh, it's back there on the uh, table. Accelerators, my friend. Instaset? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Not only does it smell awesome, like strawberries oh, or what have you. No, that thing. Gone are the days of dabbing on a whole ton of glue, getting it underwater, getting it stuck to fingers, and waiting for hours for this stuff to harden. I can, we just did it on this little on this little thing we built before. Yeah. yeah. The only reason I can I can build it that way That's is amazing. because uh, I can take my rocks, hold them together in this weird way, the One three pieces, underneath another. put some glue in there, and spray this stuff in there, and then in like in 20 seconds it holds. Uh, you can add some more glue if you want. Uh, so insta set here. I think we're actually going I mean we were going through bottles and bottles and bottles I think we're going to bring size? in no, a spray ah, aerosolized yeah, yeah, yeah. so you go that's cool <laughs> and uh, save your finger a little pumps well that but what that does then is allow you to not only allow you to hold some of those pieces on but uh, then you can come away come in with the, this I guess you got it on the next one here and you can really harden that joint. I mean, so now you can get like a four foot arm sticking straight out with things hanging off of it. You can actually start to really support weight because we all know that super glue alone, it's not gonna support the weight of like a big overhang Short -term or drop down. Uh, yeah, actually, but short term enough to get cement and mortar and stuff in there. Mm -hmm. So that's that second piece you were I'd just talking about. Just used it myself on my mom's tank. Yep, yeah. uh, so right after the accelerators, using that reef safe cement. And so this is a big one for me because I don't trust cement just because yep. that experience I told you about earlier, uh, especially mixing it up myself. But I don't know, sometimes you put a fish label in the front of it, I just happen to trust it more. I don't know, <laughs> I, I don't know. the guys over at, at uh, um, uh, Marco. At, at Marco Rocks, yeah. they put together like a, a marine grade uh, cement that's designed to cure underwater. Mm. It has this like a kind of epoxy or polymer in it, which gives it a little bit of flex. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know. I've been using it. Seems like so it's I tried really the good. purple stuff because uh, it has a. It's the gray cement color that you used, and mm -hmm. then I tried the uh, the purple one, and and it's. It's like it's just a darkish, dark purple color, but mm. it did not bother me whatsoever. It wasn't like, oh man, you can really see that. Oh, it actually felt really, really good, especially when you know, I, was, I was using it with um, some of the reef, real reef stuff. Oh, with, the, blended, yeah, with real reef, it, I would use it for sure. Blended it perfectly. Yeah. yeah. So with this rock, I actually then cover it up with uh, sand and stuff. So I'd, I'd prefer the gray and the NSAs, but uh, I, with the you know, if the rock's purple, you use a purple for sure. Yeah. Uh, all right. So uh, I also would tell you in 2020, my personal, this, is, this isn't true. Don't take this for a fact. But I'm going to tell you my own personal opinion is sand has more surface area than your rock. I can, I can see why. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So uh, that sheet of sand that you have across the bottom of your tank, A, that's where all the turds settle out. Uh, mm -hmm. And that's where all the food is. Uh, but uh, also... Like, all those little grains of sand, man, have so much surface area. So, yeah. I, I don't know, maybe we're flipping quarters and uh, who doesn't matter which one is which, but the importance or value of sand in mm. the filtration, like, if you're not going to use sand, you better start thinking about how you're going to incorporate filtration. Take something in the back. That it might take longer to yep. cycle mm -hmm. and that it's not the same thing. And that's definitely what we found here is, 
you know, after setting up a bunch of uh, bare bottoms, we just said, you know what? These take a lot longer to be stable. Yeah. Like it might take nine months plus before I would have be in the same point as I'd be with a tank that had sanded. Yeah, that it. first year is more difficult. More difficult. Yeah, definitely. Uh, all right. So uh, dinos. Now, one of the biggest issues uh, that reefers face. It's almost like the bryopsis of 2010. Ah, uh, uh, yeah. All right. So. I'm, I'm afraid to talk about this because I feel like I'm going to feed conspiracy theory, but uh, you know what? Like, uh, it might be true. You know, it might be that dry rock, we shift, you have to look at the things that shifted. Like, why were dinos not a major problem back in uh, yeah, 2004, you know? Yeah. Well, we were all using live rock then. Mm-hmm. And actually, I, you know, I was thinking about this the other day, and it's hard to remember, but like, I had an experience with some frag tanks in my basement. These are big four foot by eight foot tanks. They're plumbed together. And uh, I had sheets and sheets of what I thought was cyano. And it was so full of air that the egg crate would float to the top. Oh, yeah. Right? Interesting. Okay. Was it dinos? Well, now that I think about it, like that is a more indicative of dinos than right. it is of cyano to capture that much air. Right, right, right. right? Hmm. Uh, by the way, I will also tell you that now that I'm telling you this story, I mean, this is a long story, actually, but, uh, like, I solved it with lighting. Uh, the lighting actually made them go away, and so, well, anyway, so I think it was dinos. Mm. I think, and that tank was bare bottom. They were bare bottom, uh, like, four by eight tanks. There was no rock in, in these things. Uh, so, I don't know, it's kind of indicative. My first encounter with I, what I believe now was dinos was bare bottom. Interesting. And and no rock and stuff in there. So like, uh, I, you know, I don't know. You know, so the it's thing here though. little draw. The thing that I'm going to tell you right now, which uh, now this is all, we blend anecdotal. together all of our anecdotal stuff, especially <laughs> stuff from 15 years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I had two tanks, the two four by eight tanks. One of them's got uh, uh, what I thought was cyano, but I will now tell you I think was dinos. Mm-hmm. So much of it in sheets that the whole egg crate things are floating to the top mm-hmm. from all the air into it. And they're lit with Tech 5, uh, T5 fi- fixtures. Okay. One of them is lit with all just uh, sun bulbs from like uh, uh, where the GE full spectrum bulbs. Yeah, almost like your, your office, yeah. almost like yeah. office lights. I was trying, trying to be cheap. Yeah. Uh, they were like six bucks from Sunlight Supply. <laughs> uh, and then on the other one, it was all like blue plus ATI bulbs. Uh-huh. All right. So this is the same tank. Plumbed to the same system, yeah. uh, shares the same water, same nutrient level, same everything. The one with the GE bulbs, growing that stuff like crazy, huh. right? The one that uh, is using the ATI bulbs, none, zero. Interesting. Here's the kicker. Yeah. I switched them. Oh, it's just to test if that was actually the case? What I thought was cyano, now I think dinos, yeah. disappeared, showed up over there. Huh. Followed the lights. <laughs> I'll be damned. Yeah, so I don't know if, uh, then, if it was spectrum or yeah. if it was par related. Mm. My guess is uh, maybe both. I don't know. Mm. Uh, I wish I could go back and retest that because like uh, that's one of the things I don't think people talk about a lot with uh, you spectrum know, related. Spectrum related mm. to the dinos, they feed off of something specific. Yeah, I can't even tell you that it was dinos because it's too long ago. But yeah. this kind of feeds into like there's so many mysteries. Why is dinos now a thing? And dry it's rock is now a thing the way it wasn't back when people weren't talking about it. So 
anecdotal, we can tie it all together. Yeah. And I don't think we should go run and jump off that cliff. No. But we should at least have the conversation. Yeah, keep right? your tinfoil hats off right yeah. now. Should, we should have a conversation, especially if what we find is if you cook that rock for a really long time, you know, four months, and do the longer cycles and stuff, and you have the sand or whatnot in mm -hmm. your tank, if you don't have that, and, and we're just consistently seeing that, and you're consistently seeing the other, well, maybe we can draw some helpful conclusions. Hmm. All right, I, again, like you know, tinfoil hats and stuff. I don't take all that for fact, but <laughs> at the same time, it's, it's helpful to share the experiences that have shaped some of our, yeah. you know, mm. our, our thought processes. Thought-provoking questions. All right, so right into that one. Pre-soaking, making dry rock live. Oh, yeah. So... You're kind of, I guess you're kind of onto this back then, mm -hmm. but uh, if if you want uh, the benefits of live rock from day one, uh, it's easy. There's bacterial supplements. There's a heater. There's flow, and you throw your rock in a water bin forever. Yeah, throw a bunch of easy some shrimp in there, yeah. some cubes of food. Throw. I mean, if you want, throw some fish in there. Throw some damsels to swim around in it. Whatever yeah. you know. Uh, it's not ocean live rock, but yeah, it's live rock. Well, so pre-soak that, pre -pre that rock. Let it sit, man. Don't be in a hurry. Uh, all right. And so, I, and I will say, like, again, if you're going to do this, you can do it two ways. One, you can do it in a, you know, brute trash can starting today. Yep. Or uh, if you're going to do a really advanced, like, NSA aquascape, then you can do it in, in the, tank. the tank. Yeah. Build your aquascape, get the water flowing, you know, get some heat in there. And then just let it go for a couple of months. It's yeah, just like just sit watch, on your hands. Enjoy, you know, your, enjoy your rock for a while. You know what you can do is you can do what I'm doing, which is get your fish going. Forget about the coral. You don't need the lights. The fish don't need the lights. Yep. You know, just get your fish and stuff going. And like mm. right now, one of the troubles I'm having is uh, aggression. I'm, well, I'm having aggression. Yeah. I'm sharing just one second. Uh, but I'm also having like I, I I don't want to turn the lights on until the tang gang's in there. Uh, I have one yeah. tang at the moment, but I also am. Like, I want to have added most of the tangs together to make sure I don't have, like, a major problem with aggression because I already have it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> all, right. all right. So uh, before we get to the future, uh, the future of uh, what we'd like to see from uh, And a million-dollar idea. And a million-dollar idea. idea <laughs> Another yeah. one. Yeah. Uh, I, I'd like to see, uh, or I, I'd like to share one other thing. So I added two fish this week, and both of them died, uh, mm. sadly. Uh, one of them Rasses? died. Yeah, uh, Lineatus and a, uh, um, oh, now I'm spacing the name of it. Uh, oh, man. Mm. Oh, it starts it's on your L. Facebook. Yeah, I don't know. I'm sorry. Uh, but I, I lost two of them, and uh, what it was is the, t the, f the fish in there are mean, man. Which uh, ones? Yeah, the, the like, anthias? All of, dude, all of them. Well, actually, the anthias were super, super mean, and you probably saw it in my Facebook, to mm. the white-tailed uh, uh, tang. Oh, yeah. Right? And uh, they shredded up his fins, but then after a day of figuring it out, now the white-tailed tang is the king of the tank huh. and put those guys back in their place. Interesting. Uh, and they actually are they're aggressive to each other because uh, one of them's trying to figure out who's going to be the male, and they, like, lock lips and spin around. And it's pretty crazy. <laughs> That's but, crazy. Uh, but I have these tiny little Johnson tank or Johnson wrasses in there. I mean, they're small. Yeah. And they beat the hell out of this lineatus ras. Uh, mm. And like inside of a day, or like, I, I happened right away, and then everything cooled down. I was down there, and I'm feeding them, and I'm like, you know, trying to, actually had a, I had a, what do you call it, a acclimation box. Yeah. And then my kid went up and looked at him, and they saw the magnets, and he pulled on it. <laughs> there <laughs> they go. Escaped. Go. I, can't, I can't play with him, man. I was 
Uh, and uh, that everything was good, man. It looked like they'd kind of done their, their dance and everybody mm. was good. And then I went upstairs for lunch and I came down and the lineatus was stuck to the pump, man. Oh, and uh, and like, he'd freaked out. And they, what they do is they kind of freak out and like, you know, Go, go into like a curve, yeah. stiff, and they just like swim, get sucked into this thing. Oh, dang. Uh, yeah, and then uh, the other one, uh, you know what? I don't know, it's interesting because fish are weird things. Like, they don't actually have to have damage to die, they just mm -hmm. get stressed out, you know. And so the Johnsons weren't biting him, they're just kind of swimming up and nudging him and nudging him and nudging him. Just and nudging constant him, nudging stress, him, yeah. constant poking. Yeah, yeah, and so what I found is this aquascape really doesn't have that many places to hide in. I wish no, we had a I mean, photo yeah, of my aquascape. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Maybe if you can find one, I don't, I don't know. It's so open. Uh, so it, it's super, super open. And like immediately I'm like, well, maybe I need to change the aquascape to fit that. And then what I actually thought about is like, you know what? Before I go like doing 8 million aquascape things, mm. uh, as soon as I add corals to this, it's going to create a million different places that you can, yeah. like, uh, the fish will be comfortable in. So I might just wait on fish. That's a good one. But I, uh, I might also, you know, uh, do something different. So I, I got, a, I got a, fit, a picture of, uh, I got a video of it. So this is a chunk of it, you can see. Uh, so, yeah, what you'll see here is there's, it's, like, really yeah. smooth rock. Mm -hmm. And there's just not a lot of places for it to like nestle into, you know. Uh, I it's don't know. Not like, it's not like stacking up or making like these uh, uh, reef saver. It really has. You can put caves and canyons, and fish can go in here and swim and hide and get and tuck themselves in away from these other ones. Yeah, and so what they were doing is they're going in the corners and hiding. And uh, so I was talking to Elliot today. And I'm like, what, what are we going to do? He's like, well, what I'd do is I would house them all in separate tanks. I'd have 30 different tanks set up, and then I'd add them all at once. <laughs> I'm like, well, uh, yeah, that's I not going to happen, man. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, because he's, he's, it's a different level. It's like a different thing than most of us have dealt with because, you know, a lot of these fish are expensive. It's a, you know, and it's a different level of care that kind of goes into mm -hmm. it at their level. That's why he's... You know, do That's it differently why than yeah. you probably would have. Yeah. Uh, and like, so I sent him a picture today. I'm like, all right, so I need to create some more areas for the new fish to hide out, in, hide in, and like find seek protection. I can probably put them in the corners where the other fish are, and, you know, corralling them into. Yeah. I might build uh, like a larger acclimation uh, area or box for them. We're just like exploring like all these different ideas that. Because you just never know. Like, mm. I've had so many tanks where you just add some fish, you add some more, they bicker for an hour, and then everybody's they're, they're fine. They're done, yeah. Yeah, that isn't happening here. So I just got some a-hole fish, I guess. <laughs> well, uh, I don't know. And it's not the... And they're tiny, man. Yeah. I don't know. I th I'd probably, a lot of it has to do with that, that surface area and having places for claimed territory mm -hmm. to specifically that hiding spot. So what I uh, sent, he's like, yeah, so, so you, know, you should probably put some, like, PVC, you know, tubes in there to, like, give them some areas. And, like, he showed, showed me some pictures of, like, you know, glue in three PVC mm. pipes. And that, the goal is to have the pipes actually kind of small enough that they're secure in there. So yeah. not like a big old PVC fitting that they're not secure in. Right. Like, you know, like something that they kind of feel nestled in. If you look at the fish that are in there right now, they find little teeny nooks in there where they can yeah. kind of wedge themselves Tech, in, under, yeah. yeah, and like especially at night. 
Uh, and that's where they're finding their security. And so I needed to provide that. Mm. And I'm like, well, dude, could I just like go to like, you know, the Petco and buy like a sunken ship? And uh, <laughs> you know, like, I don't know, like I was just trying to like come up with something that was, I thought, better than PVC. Yeah. He's like, ah, the sunken ship's too big. It's got big old holes in it. It's not going to be as good as PVC. <laughs> so I, I'm like, all right, all right. So I just can't handle like, actually, I, I told him also, if I put a sunken ship in there, it's going to look like a, you know, a six-year-old. Oh, thing. yeah. I could do it. Uh, but good chest, if I put all this PVC in there, I will do it because it's the right thing to do. And I'd actually like to make something a little elaborate if mm -hmm. I could. But then I got here, and this was about 15 minutes before this Just video before started. We went out. I'm like, guys, let's bust up some uh, Reef Saver and see if we can create something different. And so when you see this, don't uh, like think that we spent a lot of time on it because it probably won't be there forever. But some hiding spots. Yeah, so I created this thing. And so I took a couple of base uh, rocks uh, that are flat now, the, the, the machine bottoms mm -hmm. of it. And you can't really maybe see, but uh, like there's now a hole that goes through here. Yeah. And it goes around back. You can kind of come in through here. There's it will go all the way you know, into here. I created this in 15 minutes. With some accelerator, accelerator glue, super glue and a hammer in a chisel. And so what if I take a couple of things like this, I might spend some more time on it, actually trying to create something better than this. Yeah. But if I can create this and then just put it in the corners where the you know aggressive fish are trying to corral them anyway, mm. maybe even make it taller, yeah. not, not in a way that's aesthetically pleasing and like where I'm gonna leave it in there forever. Uh, and I might actually try to make something aesthetically pleasing. Yeah. But again, I don't really have to because once all the corals grow in that aquascape, there's going to be a plethora of areas for the fish to uh, hide in, and it just won't be an issue. But I thought this was a cool kind of project to share, and I, you have to follow my Facebook for this nerdier end of uh, some of this stuff. But uh, well, I'll let you know how it works, and I'll, I'll probably explain a little bit tomorrow, more tomorrow on Facebook about like, how it went uh, mm -hmm. and some of the frustrations and some of the conversations I had with Elliot about it. But now, when you're building some of your aquascapes, think about you know, you know, where are the fish going to hide? And are there areas, you know, for them to be able to do that in? Try to create it. And if you try it, you will probably be more successful than if you don't. <laughs> All right, so where are we going to go? For uh, future 2025. Magic uh, rock fairy comes down and weighs it all around, tells us where we're going to go. Here All right, go. what would you like to see? I would like to see... I don't know if it's on the list here. I'm just shooting off the top of my head. Uh, I'd like to see NSA kits. Mm. Yeah. So, uh, like, uh, the pieces already broken down into stuff yeah. that's useful? Well, yeah, sort of. And maybe somewhat kind of started for me. I mean, there is that whole part of building your own NSA that, uh, uh, you know, you take some pride in what you've done and, and mm -hmm. things like that. There's There are some... Uh, I don't know if I'm one of these people because I haven't really attempted the whole NSA myself, but there are some out there that just either don't have the patience for it, just don't have the you know, an artistic view. It just maybe doesn't want to go through two weeks to build a 120-gallon NSA aquascape. Yep, especially if it's in the beginning. So yeah. build me one. Yeah, yeah, kits. That is in here. Mm. Uh, all right, so uh, 2020... Uh, oh, where's the future one? Oh, yeah, grab the wrong one. I've got a future here. Uh, what do you got? All right. There we go. Future. All right. Here we go. So, future. 
I want better information that matches the stage you're in and easier to identify with. So you heard the different stages there. I'm yeah. brand new, I want it easy, I want it to be successful. Yep. Now I've dealt with pests, I don't want to deal with those pests. Got a little bit uh, under my belt. Yeah. Now I actually don't want to deal with pests and I want it to be artistic and cool and I'm willing to spend time on it. It's not my first rodeo, mm -hmm. 16 mm -hmm. years of doing this, I'm gonna do something cooler. Yeah. yeah. So when people are asking like what's best, let's try to match it up with the stage that they're in and what their actual desires are uh, in the future. So that's on all of us. Like, let's give advice, you know, you don't have to follow our advice, but at least attempt to think about where they might be going yep. instead of where you specifically are. Are right now, yeah. yeah. Uh, try to help them with their specific mm. goal. Uh, so, in uh, that is sta uh, state of mind, uh, if it's your fir ro first rodeo, find more live options, which make it easier. We should have more actual have live, more live rock options. options. Yeah. Legitimate ones. And so, again, no, no knock on real reef or anything, but then, it's it's covered in paper in a wax box so to some degree there's still live stuff on there but not anything like shipping pulled it straight out of some water shipped it in water or shipped it overnight to get to you yeah so i actually think that this is a great area for a fish store to thrive on you know hey like mm. this is a great area get the dry rock have the big holding bins allow people to come in and pick it out yep. it's been soaking for months already this is a great great sailing point for me to want to go buy my live rock and probably a lot of gear or other gear at the same time uh from the local fish store because they're providing value to me uh and you know making my first reef tank mm. easier maybe not 12 15 dollars a pound but no maybe 12 15 dollars a pound because There's it's a lot not of effort free. going in there it's yeah. a lot of effort and space and electricity and time That's to be true. able to do that and so i mean as a reefer you don't want to pay that but as a business owner they actually need to pay their employees and yep don't and they have to eat <laughs> I, don't, I don't know and like I, I got news for you owning a fish store is not like a a super lucrative thing like uh, in every case it's often uh, you know a labor of passion so if they're paying twelve dollars it's not because uh, there's a Maserati out front uh, <laughs> in true. many cases yep so uh, also uh, if uh, you're stacking it if you're just gonna stack the rock in in the tank cure it in bins first get a brute trash can yeah, if, you, if you know already uh, I'm just gonna stack this stuff because that's who I am yep uh, put it in a brute trash can right now buy it today and uh, stick it in there uh, if uh, you're going to aquascape a more advanced one like an NSA, cure it in the tank. There you go. Build, build it in the tank. Build it dry, put it in the tank, mm -hmm. fill it up with water, get it cured. Yeah, while you're making all your decisions about your lighting and your hood and all the other stuff, tank's the tank's already the going. Yeah. All right, so just start that process Do right it early. Now. All right. I, I, in the future, I am absolutely certain that the NSA approach to aquascaping is going to be way more popular than it was before. It's it's yeah, it's catching on really quick. I, we almost every day we get posts on SBR's TV Facebook group with somebody saying, "Hey guys, check out my first NSA," or "Check out you know want to uh, judge my NSA, give me some pointers." I just approved one before we came in here uh, mm -hmm. of a guy who has had a, an, a really good looking NSA, followed all of the, did the mortar, did the sand joints, did the glues, did you know all kinds of explored going downward, what have you, turned out really awesome. So uh, here's a little hint, if you want to share your NSA with other people, uh, do what we did. Try to find a way to black out the room or at least make it dark and then light it from the top. Ah, yeah. Because uh, when you light it aluminum, uh, 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 like evenly, 
uh, and, and eliminate all the shadows. You can't really see where one piece ends or starts and it looks terrible. Mm. Uh, and so in fact, when you're watching the NSA video, it's lit really well and I don't think very impressive looking. And then in the end, when you see these uh, black backgrounds, you can see all the shadows and everything. Yeah. Like, oh, all right, now I can see, you know, all the overhangs. I can see where one see piece See the depth, ends, the contrast. You know? yeah. like, especially on that first little one, too, I think. You know, when it's spinning around, if you can move the camera, you get to see where the shadows change, and you really get to see. So when you're sharing that with other people, try to light it like this. And you'll really get a you know better feedback from people on you know what it looks like and, and how you can achieve it. Heck yeah! Uh, all right, uh, more people are going to start. I think in 20, yeah, uh, 2025, is. more people are going to start building and buying NSA Aquascapes pre-made. This is a super easy, awesome, home-based business. Yeah, hang out in your garage while you're messing around in your fish room down in the basement, what have you. Just build NSAs. Like, get some standard sizes. 40 breeder NSA, uh, 120 NSA, uh, you know, like the 60 gallon cube, the 90 gallon cube, all of these. Do some standard size uh, type NSAs and then sell them for what they're made for. Those yeah, I don't know. Size I, I start on eBay and then work your way up from yeah. there. But, like, uh, people buy all kinds of stuff. And, it, and like, I. I if you can build the aquascape like you see in my tank and you don't want it or don't have the time for it mm -hmm. uh, and you just want something cool and you don't want to, like there's so many people. Like the amount of people that asked uh, if we're going to start selling them and Ryan, will you make me one? Like, <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't have two weeks. Yeah. Uh, I, just, I just don't. If you want me to stop producing videos and only build uh, two NSAs a month, then yeah, yeah I got that time, but I, that's not what I'm going to do. So, but this is, I think you're going to see a lot more people building them, a lot more people selling them. Yep. I will tell you there'll be some probably sticker shock in the beginning. You'll say, well, what do you mean? That thing is a couple grand? Yeah, well, uh, I had to buy you know 150 pounds for a 75-pound aquascape because of the rock. It tools, pieces, shipping, the tool, yeah. time. Like, what is a week's, week's worth of somebody's time that is really exceptional at something? Yep. I don't know. You can decide yep. for yourself. But like, you're probably going to be a little bit of a sticker shock. But that's why we show you the videos on how to do it yourself. So, like a lot of times, when you know, sometimes time's uh, more valuable, sometimes money's more valuable. Let's provide both. Yeah. You know, uh, in, in this case, it probably won't be us building aquascapes, but I bet you a lot of people will start building them. Mm. Uh, this is another thing I think actually uh, local uh, local fish stores could do really well with. Oh, uh, making aquascapes. Building aquascapes because man, do these display well on a shelf. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. 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 If I had a some. Empty, in an empty tank that's for also for sale mm -hmm. in my shop like I set up a reefer to three, 325 or a reefer 300 and when you walk by it it's got an NSA aquascape already in there yeah. I'd have six NSA's, of these at any given time yeah, yeah NSA's I'd for have sale. them in my store mm -hmm. uh, uh, because mm -hmm. it sells the dream too yeah, yeah, you know yeah. and uh, like ah that looks awesome I, I don't know if I can do that or not but I'm here buying all this other stuff uh, if you want, you can go watch this video and do it yourself, mm. or you can buy this one right here. Yeah, you know that uh, I got a whole team of people in the back making everything. Or day. your tank, you like that idea, but that's not your tank shape and size of the tank mm. you've got. I can build you one. Yeah, so I, I think uh, I think in, by twenty twenty five, this is something you see at a lot of local fish stores is uh, building custom aquascapes that are available for sale mm. right at your store. You can go see it in person. I like this next one too because uh, ah. this this doesn't uh, you know. 
that fish food is a club meetings and meeting up with a group of people locally. You're like-minded, hanging out with reefers and whatnot. You're always looking for some kind of activity to do. Maybe uh, rather than just maybe a lot of times it's ha hang out, check out my tank, check out my system, have a couple beers, BS about reefing for a while. But uh, a club hobby you know, brings people together and. DIY fish food is one, but building an NSA aquascape all together, having all those minds in the room to come up with creative ideas, mm -hmm. I think that's a really cool idea. Yeah, so uh, the local clubs have all, all kinds of awesome projects all the time, but I think you know, showing the, you probably won't be able to build an entire one, mm. unless you're super fast. I'm really, I'm actually really slow. Yeah. I'm very meticulous and I really a specific vision, you know. So you can probably build one really fast. But, uh, you know, it can show the, the steps of it in a club meeting, show what one looks like and how you'd create it. That's a really, really cool way Heck for yeah. clubs to, to get together. So I think that would be, uh, you'll start to see that in by 2025. Uh, here's the thing, man, I think actually too, is what comes after the NSA? Mm. I think it's something that maintains the creative principles of the negative space aquascape, but also accounts for habitat. Has more habitat, yeah. right? So it may some people may end up looking a little bit more bouldery, but also has so Boulder much more habitat. Yeah, yeah. It's like not visible negative space. So it's negative space within the rock. Uh, but you think of negative space, you think of like photography and mm. uh, you know negative space. This is negative space inside the rock, so visually you don't see it per yep. se, yep. but the fish can. It looks like a boulder, mm -hmm. it, you know, from the right angle or what have you. It just looks like a, you, but you cannot get this from an individual boulder straight off uh, out of yeah, the Yeah, this doesn't, this doesn't exist in nature. Yeah. This looks like a boulder, but it's got holes riddled throughout Cavities all of it for yeah. habitat, for swimming through. Uh, so I think that this might be, I wish you'd come up with a cool acronym for this because uh, I think this might actually be an evolution from the uh, NSA as well. Mm -hmm. uh, so I don't NSA know. NSAH. The NSH, NSAH, uh, negative space. Negative space aquascape, aquascape habitat. habitat. Uh, something, something like that, we'll find <laughs> out. Uh, uh, you may see a video on this one if I perfect uh, how do we do that. Yeah. We did that in 15 minutes. We went from an idea to, to this from a PVC pipe to that in 15 minutes. So yeah, there's got to so be something there. on the way. Imagine if we gave it 30. <laughs> uh, all right. So uh, if live rock comes back again, like mm. meaning the stuff that comes out of the ocean, mm -hmm. don't expect it to be treated like a commodity item like it was before. No, it, so, um, it will be expensive. Yeah. I bet. Yeah. Uh, a, there's a sticker shock for a reason. Yeah. I, it was a commodity item. It's like, Take as much out of the ocean as they'll let you, ship it here, throw in boxes, send it in a container as cheap as humanly possible. Regulated. Yeah, yeah. I, I would be really shocked if the suppliers of the world made it as cheap as it was before. Yeah. We'll never know. I, I, I don't know if Live Rock will ever become available again like that, but if it does, then it probably won't be like that. However, I do think that you can see cultured Live Rock expansion. So cultured live rock mean, you know, the mm. rock, the man-made rock, the Florida rock, uh, the mined rock, all that stuff, you know, sitting in trays, uh, yeah. you know. In a in warehouse a, somewhere or outside a, a greenhouse. somewhere, a greenhouse somewhere, down yeah. in those warm states. Yeah, all kinds. There's no reason, mm. like, that shouldn't exist. Uh, and then, like, kind of the that's best of both worlds, big right? big idea for some of you out there. Yeah, so this is one, actually, that's that million-dollar idea, one of them, anyway. So beyond the, uh, <laughs> yeah. some, some of the other ones, and, and stuff. Yep. 
uh, like anybody who just set up greenhouses and threw this rock in there it and runs. got them all filled yeah. with the bacteria, got it uh, covered in coralline algae. Oh. People buy that in three seconds. Real I'll coralline algae covered right. rock. You produce it, uh, I'll buy all of it from you and uh, tell you the world about it. There so, you go. There you go. Uh, and uh, so I think you also may see more things like Tampa Bay saltwater like options. Mm. You, know, you can stop the debate about the pests and stuff because you can actually you know embrace the things that made it really cool and know all of these things have ups and downs. Yeah. You know. So, but if you're a new reefer, it was a really cool journey. Yeah, I, I want to try it. Even I'm not a new reefer, but. So I think one of the things that holds people back from that is actually it's really labor intensive to go collect the stuff back out of the rock, mm -hmm. out of the water. And also it's a big pain in the butt. Uh, like your whole life savings of rock can uh, like get wiped out when a hurricane comes through and drops sand on top of it and it's gone. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it may come back again and unbury it, uh, but you know that, that kind of stuff you have to deal with weather. I think that happened to the guys that make that double helix coralline algae stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, I think that happened oh, to them actually. Uh, and so uh, I think you're going to see purple reef saver. Yeah, some your bone, your classic bone white reef saver. Yeah. yeah. So Turn it purple. There instead you go. of being white, let's see this guy be purple. It, it, everybody's already doing it anyway. Or like even better yet, like tell me what food grade dye I just need to dip it in because I'll and do it myself. I'll make it <laughs> insta purple. <laughs> so, I mean, especially if you're doing NSAs and building your own or anything like this habitat NSA type deal is, uh, you know, once you do, once you start breaking up that rock, you're going to need to make it purple somehow mm -hmm. in those in those areas. So. I think somebody will f solve the white rock problem in 20, uh, 2025. Like, Please do. Uh, I mean, uh, Real Reef has solved it already. Walt Smith kind of solved it with <laughs> 2.1. I think you're going to see more and more people. Like, the white rock should go away. Uh, Carib Sea, I think, does some, uh, uh, like, Florida rock with uh, uh, food-grade dye on it. And I'm, I'm, I'm being real liberal with the food-grade dye thing. I, I'm uh, not 100% sure of that. Mojave? Or Mojave, whatever he was. Yep. He's internal aqua or internal space aquascape. ISA. Internal ISA. Internal Bam. space aquascape. There it is, dude. That's good. You got it. ISA. ISA. I'm gonna do NSA a video. and ISA. I'm gonna do an ISA. Mix video. your NSA with your ISA. All right. Thank you, man. Thank you. <laughs> uh, okay. All right. Uh, all right. So I think you're also gonna see. Uh, Reef Saver, which has been cycled with Coraline. Already, already has Coraline. I know the guys uh, over That's at... a great uh, idea. I know the guys at, at, uh, uh, at Marco have already thought about building some of those greenhouses These, yep. and stuff. Yeah. I don't know what's holding them back, to be honest. But, uh, like, let's actually get this stuff, like, pre-cycled. Because, I mean, it won't be... If, if your goal is cheap, it won't be cheap. Right. But, like... Uh, instead of uh, what is it like three dollars a pound? Instead of three dollars a pound, it may be six or seven. Mm. But that six or seven bucks may be the difference between you know waiting one month and four. Yeah, and and for a lot of people, it'll be worth it, especially if you're success, brand new. Uh, successful past a year. And, and it also may be not running into dinos, which yeah. is like worth a, a lot more than a few bucks. I'll tell you that. Uh, all right, I think you should. Out, you're probably going to see more starter cultures. Mm. So, like, Brightwell was really brave, and they stepped up and did, like, the uh, dry rock cycle kit. Yeah, like, like, yeah. Uh, the ammonia, the Bacter 7, the clean, and then there was, like, the 
one of the other bacteria was it? Com uh, I think it's just clean and, and XLM. Right? XLM, there you go. Yeah, uh, and so, uh, but like this is, this isn't wet rock that has bacteria all over it. That's so nothing. let's let's help it outcompete the negative stuff. We now know more about bacteria than we ever knew before. Let's uh, instead of uh, run away from that knowledge, let's embrace it and perfect it. Inside of the next first five years, I guarantee somebody out there is really going to perfect the like cycle kit that takes mm. dry rock and eliminates many of those things. And I'll tell you, like Vibrant was founded upon that very thing. So yeah. uh, and like embrace these things, you know. It, Vibrant was designed to make sure you never had those issues, and also so you could go to those uh, maintenance accounts every two weeks and not Instead have like crap in between. Yep. yep. Yeah. So I don't know. I embrace that, and I think you'll find uh, success rather than just ignore it and you know assume it's all going to work out in the end. Uh, I think uh, also you're going to see fewer like pins and rods and fiberglass stuff. Oh yeah, I'm and more off. reliance on glue and mortar. Already off of this one for sure. After seeing the or after seeing and using the mortar personally, after using the InstaSet and the glue, I, I there's no reason why I would put a fiberglass rod in a rock to hold the structure together anymore. There had to be a really good reason cuz drilling is way harder than on reef saver, a bunch of glue. Yeah. <laughs> Done. Yeah, I, I don't <laughs> and know. And then come back with some mortar. And the yeah. mortar. And the, just a tip then, if you're going to use a mortar, like really difficult overhangs, you know, like make sure you build it up underneath so it's actually supporting it. Braces it, it and then yeah. come back. I've used a fan to blow on it to uh, keep the keep it going faster. Yeah. Clear faster. But. Uh, I think you're also going to see more machined pieces. So you're seeing all this really mm. cool stuff. Oh, like that flat bottom. The flat bottom. We talked about it earlier, a flat side coming out of the back uh, of the tank, you know. Uh, I think you're going to see more and more stuff that's like machined. It could be NSA machined. It mm. could be stuff that it, I'm not just buying a rock now. I'm buying components of an aquascape yep. that I can assemble to create something yep. really special. Mm. Uh, I think you'll start to see more of that as 20, 2025 comes, uh, hopefully. Uh, I think I think you might see rock on glass options like we just talked about. Yeah. I just, especially, especially if you can do it in a way that... Uh, I can get a rock on the glass and then NSA off of it and start doing some Oof. really interesting options off of it. I'm just assuming you can silicone a flat piece of uh, sheer flat piece of glass to the back of the tank and then have work it support off some of it. have have it support enough weight. Like I'm not building all like six yeah. feet out from no. it, but I don't know. I think you're gonna start to see people experiment with that. Uh, more than they have in the past. Silicone and new. I, I think you're going to see artificial rocks also become more creative and easier to use uh, as they become extremely popular. Hmm. So stuff like this, you know, like I can tell you as somebody that uh, sold, you know, tens of thousands of pounds of Tonga Branch, one in 20 looked like this, you know. They, uh, yeah. Very similar. Uh, yeah, like 19 of them look like crap. Uh, mm. Their tips were all broken off, oh, and, yeah. and like yeah, it right. wasn't perfectly done like this. This looks cool, like you'd want it in your tank because it was designed to be in your tank. There's a variety of it, different shapes. It looks and like you can do this you. with it instantly, uh, and this with it instantly because it was designed to do that. Yeah. You know, yeah. and so I think you're going to see of the man-made rocks 
more and more really cool pieces with caves in them. You're seeing it with the arches from Carib Sea, mm -hmm. right? And they're actually taking a bunch of uh, pieces and gluing it together Just to like, create those arches. Yeah, making ISAs right out uh, of the gate. ISAs, ISAs, yeah. <laughs> yeah so uh, I think you're going to see a lot more of this kind of thing uh, coming forward, going forward in, in the future. So, I don't know. I think that kind of sums up the journey of 16 years of rock and what I guess I've learned uh, in all these years. You didn't think there was two hours to talk about rock, but we just about did it. Uh, well, we saved you guys, what, 33 30, minutes? We 30 do have some somewhere. questions over here, yeah, though. Yeah, we still I'd got time. We just get so if you guys questions. got questions, shoot them out here. Dave will find them out, but uh, we'll answer a few that There's are already here. There's been a lot of good comments. I've been reading the comments off the side while we're, while we're talking, but... Uh, uh, right at the top, Sergeant Static, uh, is Marco Rock the best for NSA? It's the only one, I yeah. think. Uh, I don't think you could take, uh, you can't take any cement rocks and break them up. They'll just look like chunky pieces of cement. Yeah, right? yeah, they're... Yeah, yeah, it just doesn't... There's, it's, because that the, it's because the Reef Saver it has all of these, you know, aquifer carved out holes and things. It's so irregular. And, and yeah. So like when I asked Dave, I'm like, Dave, let's, let's, let's try to do this before this video real quick. I mean, I just hit it and just my own, I wasn't even paying attention. I was just trying to break it up into smaller pieces and it just works. It's just super easy. Yeah, so I just took best. one big piece and a couple of little ones and just broke it up and glued it back together into this. So yeah, like the, if you're going to build an NSA or now an ISA, ISA? Uh, I think that uh, a I haven't done it with any of the other ones. I, I think you could do it with, uh, oh, certainly with Haitian Rock, and if you can find it. Yeah, probably the real reef. That has kind of some weird, odd it's shapes. It's going to break into cement, though. Yeah. Uh, you could try it with try real it reef if you wanted. I don't think it's going to be the same, because it's going to be solid all the way through, yeah. uh, whereas this stuff really is well. holy all the way through. Yeah. So I don't know. Awesome. All right. uh, Aussie Dan, would you say that the positives outweigh the negatives when starting a tank with live rock? I mean, again, that's like the stage that you're in. So mm. uh, if you're brand new and you really just want to be successful, the answer is yes, I do. Uh, if you're asking me my own personal opinion, yep. using live rock for your first go around, and in this case, what I would tell you since live rock isn't readily available in most cases, I would use the real reef rock which is you know wrapped in that wet newspaper, very similar to the boat rock that you would have got from Fiji. Let's get you part of the way there. called live rock yeah, in the yeah, back yeah, day. Yeah. Uh, and has some bacteria on it, it's purple, it doesn't seem to grow uh, algae and all the stuff on it. So for me, the, the real reef is actually the hybridized uh, version of what I'd recommend to most people. Add new. Yeah. Uh, Lewis says, where can I get some coralline algae to seed my tank? Don't get it from this tank. Aptasia uh, <laughs> uh, ridden. Uh, uh, yeah, so don't get it from anywhere that you think has Aptasia. Uh, I, what I'm going to do is I'm going to buy that double helix stuff. Uh, or I don't even know what the name of it is. We, we sell it. I should know. Yeah. Uh, but they, they have uh, bottles of Little it. Little bottles. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to buy that and I'm going to pour it in because everything else is, you know, risking putting some kind of pest in your tank. Yeah. And... It really depends on the stage you're in, but it, uh, like the tank that I'm gonna set up now, this I mean, I want it to be up for ten avoid years. Avoid pests at all costs. I will do. I will definitely spend the thirty bucks mm -hmm. to not have that. Other than that, if you don't really care that much, go get one little piece of live rock from your local fish store. I wouldn't use the whole rock. I'd just scrape off some, crumble it up, and spread it around, mm. and you'll you'll get it. But most of the time, actually, just adding corals to your tank 
will add uh, uh, coralline algae to your tank. So I, I don't know, maybe you don't even need to worry about it. There you go. Uh, Michael, don't you want some areas with a little flow, uh, with little flow for the fish? Yeah, I mean, of course, there's, you can't and, stop uh, and that. There, there, is, there are dead spots in your tank. There is, and maybe not like dead dead, but there are spots where they're not fighting flow mm -hmm. the entire time. Yeah, of course that uh, you're going to want that, but I think it's going to be hard to create a tank that doesn't have uh, some of that. So yep. uh, it's inherent with pretty much any aquascape you put together. And it also depends on the fish that you have. So some fish really thrive at active, and some are super. That soul hole thing that just went yeah. by, yeah, active. Yeah, swimmer. like if you got a, like a copper band butterfly, not like so, they don't want to be so blown much. all over the place <laughs> yeah. all day long. So yep. you know, it really kind of depends on, on the fish you have, but. I would say that in, in most cases, you're, you're just going to end up with that because uh, yeah. you can't make it perfect. Mm. You can also change the flow rate. Uh, you can put it in, get it flow everywhere, and it can fluctuate throughout different areas of the tank throughout yeah. the day. It's purple and pink helix. That's what they call it. Okay. Uh, Vermont John asks, where do, you get the, where do you get your fish from? Oh, so I, I get them. Yeah. yeah, I'm getting them from uh, Marine Collectors and, and uh, uh, Elliot. Elliot. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I, I think there's like this, this is one other thing I think you're going to see in 2025. You know, back in the day, you would see that you could get a puppy from uh, a pet store in the mall. Yep. You don't really see that anymore, yep. uh, and it's more curated experience, and they're making sure that the animals are healthy, and, uh, uh, you know, mm. I think you're going to start to see that. If it's not 2025, it'll be 2030, uh, but I think you're going to see a lot more stores like Elliot's, which is they buy, instead of, you know, being the biggest pet store out there, selling the most animals, which mm. I don't think there's a single instance of where you get the healthiest animals far from. No. Uh, you're gonna start to see these curated experiences where, uh, like, they'll tell you how to, you know, you know, treat the fish, mm. how to, uh, you know, uh, they'll, they'll, like, you know, quarantine them and and get rid of all the parasites. All is a strong word, but tells you when to add them, what to feed them, how, yep. what the best environment is for. If you're having problems them. with them, yep. you know, a source Just of resource on it. on the species. Yeah, like when I got my dog and I had problems, I can call the breeder and she's like, oh, yeah, do this. And I'm like, yeah. oh, okay, thanks. Mm. You know, yeah. I should I feed them this? Should I not do that? Whatever. Yeah, so yeah, I think uh, you're going to kind of see that. Uh, does it cost mm -hmm. more money? Yeah. Yes, uh, in every area, getting healthy pets costs three to four times as much yep. as getting them from the cheapest available Unless source. Unless you're lucky. Yeah, I don't know. You know, that just is what it is. So that's where I'm getting my fish from. Uh, uh, Scott, what bacteria would someone add to an established tank to add uh, biodiversity or bacteria diversity? Yeah, I don't know. You know, that's a. I mean, that right now, I don't think. This is a feel-good question. This is an interesting. Uh, this is one where there's probably room to explore too, because there's uh, the, the I forget the username on Reef to Reef, but does the uh, sort of like bacteria DNA mapping? So mm. you, you get like a sample mm. of uh, of your water, or a sample of like a rock or sand or what have you, and they go through and they, they can identify the bacterial strains. So this is a tough one because the people that sell this stuff can't tell you what it's for, uh, because there's like EPA rules against some of this stuff. Ah, yeah, right? claims uh, you can't, claims you can't say you're going to kill algae yeah. uh, without like getting uh, certified as an insecticide or pesticide or something uh. or whatever. So uh, so like that's why red slime remover says on the side of it. Uh, 
removes red stain from the tank. I've never seen red stain in the tank. <laughs> no. yeah, man, whatever. Well, we all know yeah, what it's for. Yeah, we all know what it's for. Same thing with Fluconazole. So if you were going to ask me uh, with that, like, I, I, can't, I can't prove any of this stuff. Yeah. Uh, but, the, like, sometimes you just have to trust the, the supply chain. Uh, you know, like, the big two big, three big bacteria people in the universe are Dr. Tim's, uh, yep. Brightwell, yep. and uh, Vibrant. So I would say if you're talking about the word, there's, Lots of them are problem solvers. So mm -hmm. vibrant, uh, I don't know if diversity is the right word, but it's, it's a problem solver. It's a problem solver. It's a, it's a bacteria that are going to go in there and yeah. remove pests from the tank, yeah. right? Uh, diversity, I don't know which one of Dr. Tim's would do that, but like Microbacter 7 is seven different strains of dormant bacteria that's designed to help, you know, get that normal bio load of bacteria instead of just like whatever happens to develop mm -hmm. in there. But like Microbacter Clean, and then there's like the one from from uh, Dr. Waste Tim, away. Waste Away, mm -hmm. are kind of in the same neighborhood of products. Those things are also <coughs> designed to like digest the sludge and stuff in the tank, mm -hmm. but they need to be dosed. Uh, cause some of them aren't; they don't reproduce in in salt water. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. I and mean, you can go look down those things. If you just asked me that one question, I was just gonna shoot from the hip. I tell you, Microbacter Seven. There you go. Uh, Jim asks, could you use coral skeletons with the dry rock? Should have lots of nooks and crannies. Yeah, so for what it's worth, all this stuff is coral skeletons that came out of the ocean. Like, so Pacani is actually, I think, uh, Pacillopora. Oh, yeah. Or something yeah, you like can that. actually, Huge. you can really see it too, yeah. Yeah, once you know, uh, like, a Stylophora, one of those things. Yeah, big uh, giant. You know, I think, actually, Fiji, oh, somebody told me it's just coralline algae. Oh, the years and years and years of coralline algae growing. I over mean, itself. you look at some of the buildup clumps in this tank here, and you can actually you can see, yeah, see how, how it plates, might, yeah, plates yeah. some of it plates out. Yeah, yeah. interesting. Yeah, so uh, yeah, you can absolutely use uh, old dead coral if you wanted to, for sure. There you go. All right. Uh, any other ones, Dave? We're going to call it. it a day. That was it. All right. So uh, you hung in with us for two hours uh, uh, tomorrow. I can, I can put two videos up here. Yeah, I know, we'll yesterday. find two videos. Uh, we'll find the playlist the, to all the of the stuff for 16 years. Oh, the NSA one will be up here. Yep. And the playlist to all of the brief 16 history. year old brief history of controllers, uh, algae and nutrients. And what uh, was yesterday's? Alkalinity and Alkalinity, calcium, no. Yep. Yeah, all of it. You can find them right here. And we'll see you tomorrow again at 6 p.m. Central. With a new one. With a whole other 16 years of something. Hopefully a million dollar idea. Yeah, a million dollar idea along with it. <laughs> Sweet. See you guys then.